0: At the Yonko Table.
1: Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line. Searching for the Yonko Table. The table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! yo! Yo, 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 everyone. Dr. Jace Attorney here. Bringing back the Yonko Table for our One Piece Chronicles extravaganza. And we're finally, finally capping off the Water 7 saga. That's right, folks. This saga has taken us the better part of five whole segments to cover and that's because Water 7 is one of the best arcs in all of One Piece and dare I say it is the best arc in all of One Piece that is not to be argued against that is the one and true fact here on the uncle table but anyways we've basically divvied up all of Water 7 into five parts so check out the remaining four parts from before this episode, if you wanna be caught up to speed as to what we covered on, you know, Water 7, the Puffing Tom, Frankie's backstory, Robin's backstory, there's a lot to cover. So you're probably wondering, well, if we covered everything up until any lobby, what is there left to talk about with Water 7? Let me tell you, this is quite possibly one of the biggest post-Arc segments In all of One Piece, dare I say, it is the biggest in all of One Piece. And we'll explain why. I don't know. My fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop might disagree. We'll see. Speaking of which, with me to deep dive this week's episode of the One Piece Chronicles. Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster, how are you feeling about Water 7? We're at the finale. Is it the best arc in all of One Piece? Yes, it is. All right, let's move on. Anyways, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> go on, go on
0: it, No, it, it it is I honestly think um, When it comes down to it I think again Your core central characters are at the Forefront here Everybody gets moments to shine And it's just epic in scale And it delivers It delivers on the action and High key delivers on the emotion And the payoff I think is uh, Top tier uh, I can't I can't I can't it is the best. I think it's it, the best. It leaves best.
1: you speechless. You know what? That That's perfect. Because no other arc has left you speechless, has it?
0: I'm going to say this. Maybe I need to recheck out the uh, the Paramount War saga. You know, Amazon Lily, and impel, impel Down, all the way to Marineford. Maybe I need to. A... I've, I've only done that one time through. So, And when no, I mean one likewise. time, I watched it once. So I probably need right. to watch it again. But um yeah, as it stands Water 7 is top dog. I and,
1: yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to our Paramount War saga uh rewatch or reread cuz maybe maybe it's likely not going to happen, but maybe my opinion might change on what is considered the best arc in all of One Piece. Um for me right now from what I recall and I recall everything from paramount war and the arcs later on uh in the in the new world i really think water seven stands to the best of them and i i'm telling you this bad boy right here that i'm holding in my hand volume 45 of one piece this is one of the best volumes in all of one piece is one of the it has one of the best covers in all of, look who's on the cover. Good
0: I see it. Good see God.
1: It. You got you got uh, Blackbeard, Shanks, you got uh hold on, hold on there. You got Kobe, you got Helmepo. you got Garb. Ooh, you can White talk about
0: beard. the Yeah, Whitebeard. Uh, yeah, it's a good Shanks. cover. It's Ace, it's, it's yeah.
1: great. This is wow, one of the best covers ever. Ever one of the best volumes ever, but I digress. Um, this picks up off right after the going merry is set ablaze in the previous volume, uh, volume 44. And uh, it was a tearful moment for the straw hats. Everyone there was bawling their eyes out, uh, because it was their final farewell to the uh, what number, what number shipmate would that have been if you counted the going merry? I
0: mean, if you're not counting Frankie. It'd be number eight.
1: Number eight. Okay. They're eight crews. Because
0: Frankie had not officially joined the crew at that point.
1: Right. Right. So uh, burning the Mary kind of meant nothing to him. He was like, well, I mean. I mean, he
0: was there he was with there.
1: them. Right. He was like, I mean, all right. This, I respect this as a sad moment, but I'm not going to be crying. <laughs> well, you
0: know, Frankie, did, I swear Frankie might have cried. Actually, you
1: know what? Maybe he because did. Because you remember Frankie, Frankie. He cries at the part of his manly. Only-
0: it's his manly uh, right
1: he cries at the sight of emotion that he sees with other people right that's whole. i mean that's frankie's shtick. frankie
0: is if he's being if he's if he can be moved he can be moved okay. so right uh it stands it's a testament if you can make frankie cry
1: exactly for, because for he's a, a, baby. He he's, be a yeah
0: he's baby. a big cry baby it just it takes a while he really has to find like value and you know and what in the story you tell him so uh he he felt emotion for the mary because he's he's an empath too i believe right. i think he uh feels feel like for everybody
1: yeah i feel like you need to be in some regard except for Zoro, if you're gonna join the straw hats
0: yes uh, <laughs> I mean you need someone like Zorro who who is emotional but he can rarely emotional. shows it like rarely shows it
1: just one time right one time
0: I mean all I can think of is yeah the time um with Mihawk like after Mihawk yeah it's all that's all that comes to mind for me Um, so but he's got some other emotional bits not necessarily crying based but yeah
1: that's fair speaking of Zoro. Zorro You know, uh, this, these first couple chapters in this post, uh, this post arc uh, scenery or this epilogue, however you want to call it. Actually, let's call it that, the epilogue to Water 7, because that's what this serves as, the epilogue. Um, Zoro, he's down one sword. Uh, He lost one of his swords, one of his better swords uh, in the fight against the captains when they were on the bridge in any slobby one of the mm-hmm. captains came on they they had the rust rust uh power and they just <laughs> they disintegrated that blade and now he's down to to two sword style and you're wondering well damn where is he going to get another sword he has to get another you know quality blade for the fights to come but um the guy's just looking at his rusted uh sword i i, I forgot which one it was called, I know it was the one that he got from um, Logtown. One of the ones he got from Logtown. Um, And he's like, well, damn, I, I need a new sword. This sucks. I don't know what to do. He um, needs a new sword. He needs a new sword. Um, everyone else is pretty much recuperating. You know, you got the Frankie family. Uh, you know, basically, I, I, I think they get employed by um Golly.
0: Yeah, i was gonna say iceberg i think gave him an actual what dismantling job
1: i think they gave him a job for actually building because then that's when you get the joke where they're like man building is hard we're better at uh dismantling things oh okay okay
0: so they're fixing up after aqua laguna
1: exactly aqua laguna left all of water seven in shambles uh (laughs) this yearly occurrence so now all the townsfolk have to pitch in and help around you also got the giants the the two giants that came back from any lobby the ones that were tricked um and yes. working for the government they're mm-hmm. here too um they're they're kind of sticking around for a little bit because they're eventually going to go off to el bath which they tell usop because usop again he's uh he's he's gotten rid of the uh the masked sniper persona at this point in time he's done with that He's back to regular old Usopp and the Giants remind him like they're like, hey, we're going to we're going to leave soon to Elbaf.
0: If you want to come,
1: you want to come? Do you want to go along? And remember, this is Usopp's dream. This is this is what he wants. Right, right, right. He wants to go. Uh, But then again, you know, they remind him like, hey, I mean, you also got that straw hat boy. You know, what's what's going to happen with that? And Usopp's left pondering. We don't know what he says at the time when he's talking to the Giants. But we move on to Iceberg and Frankie. Iceberg, I don't think we've seen the results of this yet. I could be wrong. Maybe they cover it in like a cover story. But Iceberg is drawing up blueprints to uh, basically craft um, Water 7 into a ship. He wants oh. to. He wants to make it into a ship so that this yearly tide that comes in every year does not destroy uh, Water Seven. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those feats that I feel like. Again, it carries on the will that uh, Tom left behind. Tom did the impossible when he had an idea to build a train that could sail on the open sea. Everyone told him that is poppycock that is impossible that's not gonna happen and bam look at that the pride of water seven
0: he did it yeah i think it's nice um carry uh, a lot of one piece is about carry on legacy so although only two characters and one actually frankie being the more prominent character are tied to tom one piece just does this thing where it's enough our short Period with Tom with the flashback was enough to make us, you know, look at Iceberg and what he's doing and be like, that's great. Go ahead, Iceberg. Like, One Piece does that. It's a lot of it is legacy, and we'll continue to see legacies as we go on for sure. But it's nice. It's a nice gesture. I I do enjoy
1: that. And we haven't seen that, right? We haven't seen that in a cover story. Iceberg, like, (laughs)
0: don't ask me about cover stories that is not Ooh. my forte but Ooh. hey they're they're not important until they're not important, important. <laughs> they're not important important until they're important you know
1: that, that explains why you skipped uh skypea right
0: no I never skipped skypea
1: you skipped foxy pirates I did oh okay. so God
0: forbid if they bring a damn Davy back fight that's gonna be In the final fight. These upcoming chapters, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna <laughs> be pissed. That would be interesting, though.
1: It would be interesting. It would be very fitting up Oda to do that. Yes. Um. Then we transition back to the rest of the Straw Hats. Um. They're all just kind of recuperating from the battle. You got Luffy, basically asleep, but he's chowing down food while he's asleep because he doesn't want to miss a meal while he's. Uh, recovering from his deadly battle against Rob Lucci, So that's absolutely hilarious. Very fitting of Luffy. Um, and then there's kind of like, you know, a sigh of relief because there's the whole thing where, you know, once the log pose resets, they're going to go off to the next island. But there's the question of how are they going to get there? Because <laughs> they don't have a ship. Uh, they don't got their money anymore because Aqua Laguna, like, wiped out everything. Uh, and then obviously Frankie, well, Frankie. Frankie sold
0: $2 000, $2, million, 2 million, Barry.
1: The $200 million, he sold the $200 million, And then also the $100 million they had left over, I think they had lost it. Well, th- they think they lost it in Aqua Laguna. Um, like, all of it's gone. But uh, at that point, that's when you get some of the Galilog crew members. They come in and they're like, oh, hey, you know, back when you assassinated Iceberg, We thought, you know, your ship was full of pirates loot. So we kind of confiscated it. We took all the money. So here's your money. Here's your money back. And also, here's the tangerine groves, which Nami's ecstatic about. Because tangerines are her whole shtick. She loves the tangerines. Um, So that's going on. And we get... Okay, so this part's really interesting. Because I didn't even know this was a piece of lore that... It's probably not significant in the grand scheme of things, but I, I like it when Oda adds something new that's, like, unique to the story that you never even consider. Um, Frankie, of course, busts in, right? He does his mm-hmm. whole super dance with... Uh, I don't know who these people are. Kiwi and the whoever. Twins, I, I, the, 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 yeah, I just call the, them the twins. The twins. Um, And basically, he has a proposal for the Straw Hats. He wants. He basically tells them that there are these um, these great trees that are like made of the the sturdiest of wood and everything. And he says the strongest tree in existence is known as the Jewel Tree, Adam. And he's Ooh, always. Uh, I, I think that's cool. I think that's no, cool. just
0: a mouthful. I, I believe uh, the regular translation they just call it the Adam Tree. Oh, or the it's, Treasure it's Tree.
1: The tre. So the the tree that they they call it the jewel tree but the tree's name is still called adam Mm
0: -hmm. from
1: you know uh i'm guessing it's like a biblical reference getting biblical
0: references yeah that's what i I, felt yeah
1: i imagine this tree's very very old very very sturdy (laughs) if it's survived this long um and frankie reveals and this is just I feel like at this point, you might you may have forgotten that Frankie stole 200 million berries from the Straw Hats. And up until now, we've had no idea why he stole that money. Like, we don't know what he bought with it. We know he spent it on something, uh, something mm-hmm. where he needed to ride the C train to, but we don't know what he ever spent it on. He reveals now he spent that money to buy wood from the Adam tree because he wants to build his ship of dreams. And he wants the person who he thinks is going to be the King of the pirates, that be Luffy. He wants to build it for them. And he, he begs them to take his ship of dreams on their voyage, basically make it their new ship. Um, what did you think about this scene? Did you, did you, uh, when, when you were watching or reading one piece, did, I mean, I'm assuming you had a feeling that they were gonna get a new ship a new iconic ship it had to be um but do you think this is a a worthy successor to the going Mary because I think even Frankie says in this scene that it's it's made of it's made of the wood that was used to make the Oro Jackson which was mm. you know gold Rogers' ship.
0: So yeah I thought I mean I think the scene works on many levels because again just kind of coming full circle Frankie you know stole the money viewed them as nothing but low rated scum pirates and then he goes on this you know (laughs) semi adventure with them and has a complete 180 change of heart and now he respects them and he values them as people and again he values stories so the fact that and also, too, Frankie has never built a ship since the Tom incident with the battle Frankies. So it says right. a lot for Frankie's character to finally come back to what he was always in love with, which was, you know, being a shipwright. And he's doing it for the straw Hats. So, again, <laughs> One Piece is romantic. It's very Ooh. romantic. So
1: Romance Dawn
0: yes yes it's very romantic so yes i buy this scene i buy what frankie's doing and yes i was definitely happy when this happened uh and the fact that he begged them to just you know kind of speaks to who frankie is as a person as well you know he's not above you know begging because he sees value with these people and he sees value in the ship which was taught to him by tom So, of course, he wants people to take care of his ship and hold that same value, if not more, that he has. So, very well done. Very well done.
1: Very well done. Very beautifully done. I just like the significance of Frankie coming full circle to support the Straw Hats. And just knowing that they're going to get a significant upgrade to what they had before. They're going to get a ship this time. It's not a caravel that's not meant to be going out to the open seas and has
0: one cannon right
1: one cannon no they are getting they are getting their pirate king ship and uh I I just found the concept of it exciting at the time when I was reading it for the first time um but that's not all that happens in this chapter damn right this is all that we've been talking about so far has been just one chapter they, they close off this chapter with a significant bomb drop that changes the course, in my opinion, of the entire series. And that's just one. That's just one thing that changes the course of the entire series. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Um, basically, uh, Zoro is getting lost. He, he basically overhears that the Navy is coming in to where Luffy is currently at right now. So Navy's coming in on the straw hats. That's always bad news. So we got to get out of here. Um, and basically the ship that you see that's docked near where Luffy is at is the ship of Vice Admiral Garp. Now, at this time in the series, I think the only time we've ever seen Vice Admiral Garp, we've never seen his face I'm, I'm pretty sure we've never seen his face we've only seen um i don't know what the obsession is i'm guessing because garp kind of sounds like bark I, he, he has his obsession with dogs
0: yes I, 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 I don't know why monica his uh his imagery he's got the dog the dog of uh, stern or whatever that thing is on his ship yes and then he wears that dog he wears hood. that
1: dog hood hat thing whatever you want to call it and I think right. the times that we've seen him which, correct me if I'm wrong I, I think the only times we've seen him have been in cover stories uh, before this yeah,
0: yeah, I think so uh, and it's again, it's really brief I I think they drop his name and it they shows Kobe, Kobe and Helmepo like running around doing things for him, but it was never training. oh yeah, they were training, but it was like yeah, it was like you knew it was him though right you did you know his relationship i don't Huffy? know
1: at that time I don't think we knew
0: okay then then but, oh i do remember seeing him uh I don't know why i remember this but i feel i do remember yeah seeing garb and even in the anime i swear like there would be like some check-ins kind of like uh like you know these post arcs and I swear they checked in with Kobe and andhelmeo and i think garb birds burst in he's like get back to work or whatever or something <laughs> i swear i mean maybe i'm crazy I, i'm maybe, trying to verify well, this now but well,
1: well that's the thing in the anime there's probably additional scenes where because you know th- they're a significant ways um behind the manga maybe there were scenes where they shown garp kind of like you know smashing in from the ceiling and messing with Helmeppo and Kobe because I don't, I don't know they're just being lazy or laying around or not doing enough work um but yeah I, I, I again I, I could be wrong but I this scene works so much more if you never knew what A what Garp's relationship was and B if the last time you saw Garp was in the cover stories maybe you saw a panel or two in the manga where they showed Garp like just i don't know messing around with the navy or maybe I, I, as a check in chapter you kind of see what this vice admiral is doing in this scene what that captain is doing in that scene um with garp though i i i think he only appeared before in cover stories um but it's interesting because of course he comes in vice admiral garp and you know you don't know what his deal is you don't know what he's gonna do here he just walks straight in well actually he, he kind of barges he his punches way through in. the
0: wall if i'm not mistaken he
1: punches through the wall he punches through the wall and he just decks loopy square in the face loopy is sleeping mind you so he has no idea what is going on the first response he says is, is uh oh my god that hurts <laughs> And immediately you as the viewer, um, even the characters in the scene, they're so confused. They're like, wait, it hurts? How does it hurt? Luffy, that doesn't make any sense. You're made of rubber. What's going on here? And then here we get the reveal of Vice Admiral Garp. He takes off his uh his, his little dog hat thing, and Luffy exclaims whoa grandpa oh, oh, god. God. <laughs> oh my god this to me changes everything in one piece
0: everybody's jaw dropped right
1: easily. easily i i and and i dare anyone to tell me they saw this coming like actually if you look back into chapter 121 you could kind of get a hint that he's related no no no. Uh, this scene right here, I mean, this changes everything for me in One Piece. You know, reading it at the time. Because now you kind of have an understanding of Luffy's lineage. Luffy has someone that is in the Navy. And he's not just some random petty officer or sergeant of the Navy. He is a vice admiral. And vice admirals are not anything to scoff at.
0: Well, They're- not only... Is he a vice admiral? He, he's known. The whole crew pretty much has heard of Garp because he is the hero of the Marines.
1: That's very important. The hero of the Marines. I I don't think. At the, do we get at this time how he got the moniker hero?
0: No. No. We do not. Um, okay. Yeah, no. No, we do not know. We just know he is known as the hero of the Marines.
1: Right. And, and I feel like that's enough. In this one scene, uh, because it it's obviously revealed later on where it's like, wait, how does someone of this you know status and stature only rank vice admiral? And that's a deliberate choice. He is a vice admiral for a for a specific reason that's revealed mm-hmm. much later in the story. But this is someone big, and he's Loopy's grandpa. And then it it immediately begs the question: Well, who's his father? how is loopy a pirate did Garp raise him did he abandon him when he was a kid what does he think about shanks there's so many questions that arise once you learn that first off a loopy has a family relative even alive right because at this point we don't know anything about his relationship to anyone yet
0: well no no we do ace is the only one okay right okay
1: right Ace, brother. the brother, the brother, Correct. right? Um, and, and there's no BS about like uh them being like adopted brothers at this time. Like you as a reader are to assume they are blood brothers because they Correct. refer to each other as brothers. Um, so so right? Okay, so aside from you know Ace, we have no idea where these two came from. We don't know who their parents are, how they ended up the way they did. But but look at this. Now we have someone that's in the Navy who is referred to as the hero, who has a very high status in the Navy, and it's it's a big deal. But not only that, this scene is coupled with a very... the The character himself, the characters that appear in this scene as well are nothing of too much significance, but I feel like it's very important for the way oda structures his stories so uh so right Garp punches in he punches Luffy um does Garp have a laugh does he have a laugh in this
0: Ooh, I don't know Garp's laugh I'm sure he does um, I feel
1: like he does I don't even know if in the manga they they show him laughing I mean he's, I always, I smiling. he's always smiling he's always I don't
0: I don't think it's anything to it's not one of those one piece laughs that you need to remember okay it's I'm only, sure he uh, does
1: Wait, which are the ones you have to remember?
0: Dumb ones. We'll get to it. Dad or yeah, Shishi. You better remember she. that one. <laughs> Thriller Bark will have plenty of laughs to make fun of. But um, uh, yes.
1: So, right, Shanks. I'm sorry, not Shanks. Uh, Garp is in here kind of lecturing Luffy. You have this funny back and forth with them where Luffy's terrified of him, right? Yes. Luffy does <laughs> he does not want to put up a fight or anything this guy is just petrified of garp and you kind of get some insight into how garp kind of raised luffy he kind of just lets on that he's he trained luffy to be a strong navy man and you know luffy just fires back at him he's (laughs) like i i I, wanted to be a pirate
0: i told you i wanted to
1: be a pirate
0: essentially yes
1: (laughs) that's all it is he's like I don't know I don't want to be a Navy I I I didn't want to be a cop I didn't want to be a cop I wanted to be a a criminal (laughs) (laughs) essentially what he told him
0: and uh you also learned that uh Garp blames shanks for this
1: blames shanks he's like damn that red hair
0: getting into your head
1: and the one time this is one of the few times Luffy fires back at him because again Luffy's very scared of this man he's very scared of garb but once he bad now shanks
0: can't he talk fires, bad about shanks
1: can't talk bad about shanks how dare you talk about uh shanks like that don't don't talk shit about shanks right. and then garb proceeds to beat him <laughs> <laughs> Even, i mean I, I don't know how the anime portrays it um I, i'm sure it's like more of a beat down it, it just shows garb grabbing Luffy and just you know pummeling him some more I mean I just
0: remembered Luffy kept getting these bumps on his head um right Garp, he you know bumps. and yeah you know again everybody's like shocked that uh he's hurting Luffy you know he's and hurting. it's a non-dire situation he's like geez what's going on he's like nobody I think he says nobody can escape the Fist of Love
1: <laughs>
0: and that's like, why it that's why it hurts Luffy because it's a fist of love
1: it's a fist of love I mean do we think it's like in a serious note do we think it's hockey in any way I mean (laughs) like like, like a very a very 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 low form of hockey because you know Garp is not like his fists are not hardening with armament hockey to punch Luffy but like
0: I mean it could be but it's if it is it is a very loose foreshadow of hockey nothing more
1: I can I, and again hockey can,
0: hockey can explain why he's able to punch Luffy Aside if you want love. to yes exactly so I mean but with that said the Nami has hockey too
1: oh but like you see it it's um
0: and that's where you got to draw the lines. well okay
1: with the Nami bits uh you know I think Oda even says in his question corners because people ask him like how does Usopp and um nami always hurt luffy whenever in the in you know in these comedic segments and um he he always says it i i, I think he says that it, it's out of love it's it's yes. like a friendship punch or something so it has an effect on him with garp like even though it's played for laughs you have like sanji off to the side like genuinely worried like how is this man hurting luffy like like he's act like it's not like you know the the comedic thing where they get the sharp teeth and they you know they start yelling like baka or just whatever i don't know they it's it's sanji actually saying oh my god like this guy is hurting luffy but then the same but it's it's
0: also it's well it's also because they know of Garp's reputation and luffy is just over here casually like grandpa (laughs)
2: that hurt
0: and then you they're also questioning like why didn't you ever tell us that your grandpa was Garp the hero of the marines and he's over here just like well he's just grandpa to me
1: (laughs) and that pisses off Garp even more (laughs) uh you never told your friends I mean it's funny Garp Garp has this weird abusive love for Luffy that is like I know he loves Luffy, but my God, is it? It's so violent.
0: It's um, it's tough love. It's tough it's love. Tough
1: love. It's tough love. Um, I mean, yeah, he's like, you know, how dare you use that tone of voice against me? And Luffy's here crying, you know, saying, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to." And then they both fall asleep in the middle of their back and forth. They both <laughs> that fall did
0: happen. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's when they knew that they're related they're 100 yes. related these two are grade a clowns
0: ridiculous
1: uh i just but it's funny because they both fall asleep and then garp wakes up first and he's like oh whoa i fall i fell asleep again and he's holding loopy in his hands who also fell asleep and that pisses him off even more he's like he, he how says, dare you fall asleep
0: yes he he's very much he wants luffy to give him this respect there's so many instances in this i guess this volume Just in the this. next coming episodes where he's like how dare you say goodbye to me so idly i'm your grandfather
1: <laughs> oh yes towards the end when they when yes. they're about to say yes we're parting ways yes a hundred percent they they have these. I mean, this is by far one of the funniest moments, uh, coupled with you know the big one of the biggest reveals in One Piece. Um, but again, Oda being master class in his uh, in this epilogue, right here, you know, uh, Garp continues to drop some important lore. Uh, one of the bits that he drops is basically lecturing Luffy on ba- telling him, "Do you know how important or how much of a threat?" Your red-headed friend is Luffy, and this is where we get a big reveal of...
0: This, this is um, the mention, the, the the first mention of... The
1: first... Go ahead.
0: Of the Yonko. Ooh, roll Ooh. credits.
1: It's done. There it is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there this, it is. There it is. <laughs> the Yonko table. We made it. We made it, baby. We're, we made it. It only took us... How many chapters was this? It was... 432 chapters, baby. Jeez
0: Louise.
1: I love it. But this is the first mention of the Yonko of the Seas. And it's funny because, you know, we all like to give credit to Oda on um, thinking like years and years ahead of where his story is going to end up going. And it's funny because I do give Oda that credit. But when Garp is giving this exposition dump on the four emperors, the Yonko... Um, he basically says, you know, these four emperors rule uh, the second half of the Grand Line, which is called the New World. Uh, actually, he, he doesn't call it the New World. That, that phrase is revealed by another character later. Um, but Gar basically says they rule the second half of the Grand Line. Us as readers are like, the second half of the Grand Line? Is that just considered the second half? Or does that have a name? We don't know yet. But Garp drops the big bomb saying, you know, the four emperors, like, uh, you know, he, he's considered to be on the same level as Whitebeard, who is also an emperor. I find it funny that as Garp is giving this exposition dump, there's a silhouette of, of the shadows of the four emperors behind him. Yes. And clearly you can see Shanks. You know what Shanks looks like. You see Whitebeard. You've seen Whitebeard before in the story. There's Whitebeard. And then the two other emperors are rather interesting. Um, you see what you can assume is Charlotte Lindlin,
0: aka yes.
1: Big Mom, but it it doesn't, it doesn't really look like it like it looks like Oda had the idea of Big Mom in some capacity at this point. But in terms of a final design on what he wanted Big Mom to look like, he hadn't figured it out yet. Because this silhouette of Big Mom, I can tell it's Big Mom, but at the same time, it's like, I can only tell that because I, I, I know it's Big Mom. You know, like, there's nothing it's- discerning about it
0: it is very early stages right and again he was like I'm gonna set this up for myself but I will finish it later so
1: he's he's setting the the uh the seeds
0: yeah it, it's super loose because if you if you look at Kaido Kaido doesn't look anything like Kaido Kaido
1: is the worst offender <laughs> in this reveal that right. looks nothing That. That silhouette was just a generic evil smirk silhouette. He had no idea if if, if the guy was going to be named Kaido, what he was going to look like at any point. He just said, okay, I know I want four emperors. I got two of them packed down. The third one, I kind of have an idea of what I want them to look like. And the fourth one, as one would say, goodness gracious, I have no idea what I want to do with them. But we know there's four. And that's all that matters right now
0: right that's all that matters it's they're they're there often the distance we will get to them eventually but he's like yeah your, your your friend red hair is out here you know doing things and we don't like it and stop looking up there essentially
1: stop worshiping him uh because i mean again to show to show how important because you know th- there's factions in the in the world of one piece you know th- that we've come across like you know the admirals uh the seven warlords um goodness what are some other factions i can't think of any i mean just i mean uh, we we've, we've
0: met the gorosei the gorosei
1: um, right most of them have been on the navy side in terms of like you know groups or factions of people um but this is the one I think pirate faction that we've gotten, right? This I is mean the, actually
0: now that you mention it. Uh, not not
1: including the warlords cuz you know they they're, they're, yeah, yeah, they're no, considered yeah. pirates but they're on the but navy. But they
0: they're pardoned by the navy. Right. Um moving forward from here, they now I guess start to lean into the uh other factions outside the you know the the world government and the um in the Navy because yes we get the Yonko here Garp has another piece of information uh he's about to drop regarding Luffy's father which is another faction uh and then you know Sabadee Archipelago that opens the door too to other pirate factions right
1: I mean that yeah that for sure paves the way for like all these new age pirates that we're gonna learn about and become familiar with uh right uh Archipelago Um, but Garp basically tells Luffy, you know, these emperors are a big deal because the girl, the government and the warlords of the warlords of the sea were allied against these four pirates. If anything were to happen where, um, like if the balance of these three great powers are ever broken, the world is going to fall apart. That's huge. I mean, you, you didn't know about this until now in One Piece. You had no idea that there was like a final like Z tier faction of pirates, uh the Elite 4. Ooh, is that mm-hmm. is that what you uh compare them to? Initially? I mean, I'm just
0: I'm just comparing it now. Yeah, it's basically their their end game.
1: Their end Those game. are
0: you want to get to the One Piece, you got to go through them. You know?
1: Right. Right. And it's it's funny because I mean, even Robin knows about Shanks, and she's surprised. She's like, Luffy has connections to red Hair Shanks? That's where that hat comes from? And it's (laughs) funny. Like, you think these crewmates know each other, but they never really talk about each other, really. I mean, when
0: it comes down to it, I don't think Luffy's super open about that. He's talked about it maybe to, I know, Zoro, Nami, and Usopp. And I only know that because he mentioned it when they first met Usopp, how they said, how he said i know you're yes son
1: oh right 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 yeah that's the
0: that's only right. time i can recall him really bringing that up right so it's not like he's withholding information he's luffy <laughs> it's not that's important true? until it's important
1: <laughs> why do i have to mention it
0: <laughs> exactly it, literally
1: um so so that's funny uh like that that's simply uh <laughs> hilarious that these crewmates that have been sailing the oceans they they in a way, barely know each other to some degree. Um, but in the middle of all this, you know, Zoro's finally catching up. He got lost on the way. And there's there's a comedic scene in this. Um, Zoro got lost in trying to make his way to Luffy and the Straw Hats to warn them about the Navy that was coming. And he needed help to get there. Uh, he got two characters to help him on his way to, to find his way to where Luffy and the gang were I don't remember their names but these are the two shipwrights that um uh Tombstone and the the guy with the pointy hair where he kept pressing oh, his hair
0: tilestone and Lulu
1: tilestone and Lulu these were the two shipwrights that they thought were the people that betrayed iceberg R- Yes. Remember I they were popping Tom?
0: <laughs> yes, they're like it must have been those two. Yes. <laughs> it must
1: have been those two. And you're thinking like, "Oh yeah, we're never going to see them again." In a question corner from Oda, he someone asked like, "Hey, those two characters that um that uh, you know, Lulu and Tilestone mentioned, like what do they look like?" And Oda drew them in the question corner. They're like, "Oh yeah, this is uh this is that person and that person. There you go." You think you're never going to see them again. Bam. They're the ones that help Zoro, you know, find his way back to uh, the Straw Hats. They had a bunch of bumps on their head. So I imagine Zoro beat the crap out of them a little bit. Most
0: likely. Violence is
1: key. Uh, But then that's when the interesting part happens. Uh, You have Garp basically giving the order for two of his crewmates to basically try and stop Zoro and i i think also luke well actually no to try and stop Zoro first you had this character coming out of just out of nowhere with these um i, I don't know what type of blades those are they I look like
0: little axes them. right
1: or a little weird axes, looking blades um, goodness I, I mean don't
0: get hung up on it no no, no no no. we have weird we They're have weird. To. it's weird
1: um but these blades, he basically fights Zoro just a little bit, you know, nothing too serious, they're just kind of trading blows. And uh Zoro has no idea what's going on. He thinks that the navy's here to attack them. Luffy, of course, tries to stop the fight from happening, and he gets whacked straight in the face with a kick from a character we have no idea who they are. We're like, "Oh damn, this guy actually this guy actually kicked him." And when Luffy tries to return a uh, you know, a blow to this person, He uses Shave. Ooh! One of the six powers! Interesting. (laughs) Now, mind you, it's not enough. It's not enough for, you know, uh, to to defeat Luffy. Zoro and Luffy are able to immobilize these two characters. And uh, they kind of just settle the fight right then and there. They don't really beat the crap out of each other. And we get the big reveal that the one that was attacking Luffy was none other than...
0: Your boy, Kobe.
1: Boy, Kobe. Was it chore Boy, Kobe? Was uh, his introduction? Cabin
0: Boy, chore Boy.
1: I think it was Cabin Boy. Cabin Boy. Yeah,
0: I think it's Cabin Boy. Cabin Boy, Kobe.
1: Cabin Boy, Kobe. One of the biggest glow-ups in <laughs> all of One Piece history. No, no, no.
0: Probably the biggest glow up in like manga history. Like
1: you could, you couldn't tell this was it. Dare
0: I pull up <laughs> what Kobe used to look like? You got, you um, gotta get a my...
1: pen. Pant- Let me see if I can show it here. Um, <laughs> just... right there. You kind of see it. Right there, a little bit.
0: Yeah, right. A <laughs> freaking. Uh, what oh, is man, this? I, don't, I don't know what, what to is, call this? Him, but uh, I don't know. It's bad. Look at this guy. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him.
1: Who is that? This is not the same person.
0: How does that I mean, oh let me not jump too ahead. How
1: does how does that become Giga Chad? Giga Chad Kobe right here. I don't know how does that happen?
0: I don't know. Apparently Uh, a
1: training a training regime can do that to you. It can restructure uh
0: (laughs) your your face. Mind you, mind you, mind you. I, I, I mean I, one piece has never said it but i don't think a year has passed between we the time right. when i saw kobe i mean okay. you can assume because a lot of actually these adventures kind of happen in like a day span of time uh right but i and you know a year has not passed so this is kobe he hit a growth spurt he's uh, uh he's flexing on everybody and I mean, it's funny, Funny too. The glasses are still there. They're just on top of his head.
1: Oh, wow. Um, I never noticed that. I, I thought those were goggles.
0: No, those are the glasses.
1: Wow. Why does he have them? He doesn't need them.
0: That's I, I think it's just trademark at this point. It's just like...
1: Oh, my God.
0: Hey, he's Kobe, but look, he's still Kobe.
1: Oh, yeah, the glasses.
0: Yeah, so the glasses oh. never left, which is pretty cool. And again, it's pretty cool because yes we left kobe he had you know the dreams of becoming a marine i don't think anybody you know outside of the uh the cover stories i don't think anybody was clamoring to be like yo where's kobe
1: you know and this is this is what i was alluding to uh earlier um because also with him is helmepo but no one cares about helmepo (laughs) they're like oh you're here too great um i find this extremely like to me this opened the way for one piece in in which uh it could go in so many directions because it's like you said the last time we saw these characters captain morgan right captain morgan Mm -hmm. that's like what
0: chapter two (laughs) chapter three chapter
1: five or or 10 max that was ages ago that was at this point in the story, it is 2007 the year is 2007 when this uh around the time this chapter came out one piece I think began serialization in 1997 right okay. I th- I think. um that's 10 years right and, and and that again that's not to say that we haven't had characters you know appear in one chapter and then appear. 50 chapters later and like a cover story whatever that's not the point you had a character you you thought was forgotten about because he's at the beginning of the story he really didn't serve any purpose just you know he he did what he was supposed to in the first couple of chapters of one piece and he's making a reappearance in the story with a significant role for me as a reader of one piece this showed that any single thing that you see in one piece can have game changing effects later on in the story this character can get a glow up this character can get a power up this uh person can be a rival to someone else later on this is a world this is not just like you're all right um we're 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 done with alabasta we're we're never gonna see these characters again off to off to skypea woohoo like
0: I, I was gonna this say this world. is similar. This is similar to Pokemon. How Ash and crew can run into somebody and yes. never see them again. They are now recently starting to dial back and bring back characters, but right. Yes, One Piece. Again, I think it's Oda purposely made you not even think about Kobe to bring right. him here and show him. Oh shit! Kobe said he wanted to be a marine. He's being trained by Garp.
1: The hero. You know, the
0: hero. And it is showing. It, it, the fruits of his labor are showing. Like He he's... can
1: use one of the six powers. That's insane. Right.
0: right. And again, they just went up against masters of the six powers. Look what Kobe accomplished in a short period of time.
1: Exactly. I mean, you, you can imagine masters of the six powers. They took years to possibly master just one of them. Uh, because I think I think uh the the cp9 characters they're in their mid to late 20s yes. um because yeah oda revealed like in a later question corner like their ages i i always found that interesting because i thought they were roughly the same age as luffy and the gang apparently not no they're like 10 10-ish years uh yeah. older than mm-hmm.
0: them and kobe um, kobe is uh uh luffy's older by a year
1: i think uh, so yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh so, yes, Luffy 17, Kobe 16. It's, so it's a apart. big
1: feat. It's a big feat. He learned shave. I I still don't like that that, that they have to say the name when they do it. Uh <laughs> shave and they just move. But hey, it doesn't matter. It's still cool to see. Um I and again, I think people really gloss over what this means for One Piece moving forward. Pay attention to everything that you see any character any power any uh draw. i mean you clearly were doing it at this point if you got through water seven and any slobby and all the arcs previous but the fact that kobe reappeared 400 chapters later this speaks volumes Th- this for me changed one piece forever it did i'm just saying no other arc did that later on but i digress we still got a whole volume to get through. <laughs> um, but Helmetbo's here too. No one cares about Helmetbo. He he does have it's a bit just of a glow joke.
0: up. <laughs> he 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 had a glow up. No, for sure. Uh right. it's a glow up. He has like no a, doubt about that.
1: Like a visor? He has like a visor thing going on? Yeah, just this uh,
0: really cool visor looking thing. Yeah. Um, I
1: don't know why.
0: <laughs> and they're called kukri blades.
1: Kukri. Okay. All right. Is it I feel like someone else used these before. Um, at some point in the story, maybe buggy or
0: I um, know. I can't recall, but it's cool for Helmetpo because again, he didn't have anything before, so this is better than nothing. well, well, no, it's just no, he had something before. Um, but Wait, when oh, you the bring pistol, a, when you bring back Kobe, I'm no, I'm gonna show you what he had
1: before. Oh, the the four kids, the <laughs> the hammer, <laughs> yes whatever the hell that is good.
0: yeah whatever that is when it's announced that Kobe is here you're like wow so cool and purposefully meppo's here too but it's like as a reader you probably forgot Meppo before Easy. you forgot Kobe so it's like a you know meta joke it's like a, the characters don't remember Helmepo and neither do the reader because again he looks completely different
1: than what he did before and I mean even even when they remind him I'm sorry even when he reminds them who he is he's like hey I'm I'm Captain Morgan's son I'm the I'm the I'm the the no good uh I'm telling daddy character from that saga or that arc, and and they 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 remember they remember and they're like oh Okay, (laughs) like they don't—they don't want to see him. I don't want to. I I wouldn't want to see him either. Who cares? But but they're glad to see Kobe. Kobe Yes, they're
0: genuinely happy to see Kobe, which is cool. Zoro too, you know. Zoro, right? We don't get that a lot with Zoro. Yeah, Zoro acknowledges Kobe, and he's like, "Oh wow, you're like you gotten strong." Uh, Yeah, it was a nice moment. Definitely.
1: Very very beautiful. Um, and again, this chapter. It's it's still going. This is one chapter, mind you. This is chapter. Hang on, hang on a sec. It was 428, I think. 432. 432. We get the reveal of the four emperors of the sea. We get the um the the second half of the grand line reveal a little bit. We get the Helmepo and Kobe resurfacing again. And the icing on the cake. The icing on the cake in this chapter. We get the review. Well, first Garp says, uh, "Oh yeah, Luffy, I-, I heard you met your father at some point." Um, and everyone's like, "What? I met my dad. Uh, when was that? I didn't even know. Luffy doesn't even know he had a dad."
0: Oh right, I forgot about this too. I don't remember how. <laughs> I-, I I remember <laughs> who who said this that uh, he met his dad. Who who said Garp? That?
1: Garp is saying oh, Garp
0: it. said it. Garp said it. Okay. Right, and Luffy's saying- like, "What are you talking about?"
1: <laughs> who dad? Who, well, and then garbage just picking his nose. He's like, What? I, I didn't tell you. He said, Uh, this your dad said that he sent you off, he saw you off at Logtown. And at that point, your mind is racing like, Logtown before the grand line with Buggy? Like, is a Buggy his dad? Is it <laughs> like it's just like you start thinking about who the hell could it have been? And they're all asking, you know, who's Loopy's who, who's dad? Logtown? That was some time ago. I don't remember him seeing uh A good amount of time
0: ago, right.
1: And Garp is just mind you, he, when he drops the name Garp is just like kind of like hammering away uh, be- because he was told to fix the wall that he broke down when he bursted through uh, the, the wall to see Luffy.
0: Oh really? He's,
1: yes, he's all, look, he does not care about this information. He, he's just picking his nose, hammering away at the wall, fixing it. And he's like Oh yeah, your dad's name is uh Monkey D Dragon, the revolutionary. Dead silence. <laughs> everyone loses it. <laughs> the, like everyone in there, including the other straw hats, they know who this is. Tell me what other moment in one piece rivals this. Tell me.
0: I I don't know. It's just Because
1: there's none. There's none.
0: All right, are well, you just talking about their reaction in general? Because their reaction is priceless. Because again, <laughs> first it's Garp, and they're like, "You didn't tell us uh, Garp was your grandfather." And now it's like, Dragon. He's like Numero Uno on the world government's like wanted list right now. He is like
1: the most pirates. Pirates.
0: Man. Pirates are like a nuisance to the world government dragon is out here purposely picking a fight with the world government
1: right and i mean that's the problem
0: yeah and and then what does luffy say i didn't i never knew my dad i don't know him
1: i mean even even with the reveal of like the name he's like dragon what and then but everyone in the room the navy men that are outside of the you know the the building that this reveal is being uh, mentioned, everyone loses it. Everyone freaks out. Helmeppo freaks out. Um, Kobe freaks out. The Navy Men freak out. Sanji freaks out. Uh, Nami freaks out. Everyone knows who this is.
0: Right, rightfully so. <laughs> Luffy is the only one head in the clouds. Doesn't know what. <laughs> doesn't know what the hell's going on.
1: Which is funny because. I just find it so interesting that these characters are being somewhat expanded on because you think that they only are knowledgeable about their immediate surroundings because that's kind of what it's alluded to in a way you never really see them talk about outside world events outside of what they're like unless something is happening to the straw hats directly they don't talk about anything else outside of that if, if that makes sense like like if they're sailing to another island they'll be like oh yeah look uh upgrading our wanted posters oh yeah we're gonna sail off to um this next island i hear it's a winter island we'll see how that's like but they never talk about like just other things you know what i mean like something like this the, the crew knows about dragon yes. you would think if they just talk <laughs> And these crewmates just talk about the world or something.
0: I mean, they're busy. They're busy. They're busy. There.
1: They got they got other problems to deal with. Um, I just find this really cool because it just shows like everyone has this bank of knowledge that you as a reader don't know about because they're just not talking about it. But they know other things that are going on in this world. So you're led to assume that way before this arc or this reveal even happened if you mentioned monkey d dragon to like sanji for example sanji in alabasta if you mentioned monkey d dragon he will be like oh my god monkey d dragon that that guy's dangerous <laughs> oh man you you want to stay clear of him I-, I i don't know i really like it some may call it an ass pull i think is just the conversation never came up yeah they no I, I
0: don't i don't think it's an ass pool i think again i think that's writing i think because you know n- no one really questioned hey luffy how'd you get away from buggy oh you know some guy was there and lightning came down i don't even think luffy saw dragon yeah uh, no
1: one yeah no one saw only buggy dragon. saw him did buggy see him
0: hey, yeah i think buggy saw him right Oh, oh okay. i'm sorry smoker smoker Smoker. Okay,
1: Smoker did. Smoker. Only did. I
0: feel only Smoker saw him cuz Smoker had Luffy pinned down. Right. Uh I don't think he w- he looked up, but either way, I think it's just story. Uh story it's writing. It's writing. <laughs> Again, it's not important until it's not. You did not question who that guy was. You learned his name was Dragon and that was it. And then it turns out, oh well, shoot, that's Luffy's dad and he's the leader of the Revolutionary Army. And yes, they didn't talk about it. But what was Luffy going to say? He didn't know that was Dragon either. You right. Know? I
1: mean, he, he never even met him. He doesn't know who that is. He like, why right. would he mention it?
0: Right. So Dragon can come up in conversation. Luffy is probably like, "Ooh, a
1: dragon!"
0: I'm like, no, <laughs> Luffy, this is a person.
1: This is He's a like, what kind of a name is Dragon? I, I I expect once we ever, whenever we get you know the backstory of Dragon, there's probably something silly about why he's called dragon. I mean,
0: that's just their names. You got Luffy, Dragon and Garp. What what the hell kind of names are these? Well, I
1: mean, I mean it's Monkey. It's well, yeah, actually, all monkeys. Also, all their names are monkeys. Yeah, never. Yeah, monkey.
0: they're all monkey. So.
1: Um it's just silly. And then of course, the the silliness to cap it all off was Garp realizing, "Oops, maybe I shouldn't have said all that." Cause that's not public information. No one knows. Oh, it's that.
0: not. Oh, I didn't know it was. No,
1: it is not. It is. It is not. Uh, like only I think to my not. I mean, because Luffy doesn't. Luffy doesn't know that. And, I mean, because Luffy
0: doesn't know. He's stupid.
1: I <laughs> don't. You, know, you
0: shouldn't expect him to know anything.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like the shock comes from everyone. No one knows. For I don't even think no one knows that Garp had children. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry uh no one knew that dragon had, had children.
0: children right nobody um, did know right
1: so this knowledge i mean you're only gonna hear this from Garp to confirm this because you're not gonna hear it from dragon <laughs> like I, these characters still haven't met yet in the story um yeah like Garp just drops it everyone's you know flabbergasted and Garp's like whoops maybe i shouldn't have said that and that shows like, yeah, this is not public knowledge. Only a select few people know about this because I, I think it's kind of the same thing that you get when you learn the relationship of another character with Ace, mm-hmm. who his father is, and you learn, okay, that also was not public knowledge for a good reason. Yeah,
0: of, that one, a good reason, right?
1: Right, because of A, B, and C. So, this one is kind of in the same boat, but you know, it's, it's monkey D dragon. He is considered number one criminal in the world. So, uh, again, bombs dropped, bombs dropped in this chapter. I love this chapter. Um, but again, you know, just some, uh, some genuine moments where you have Luffy, uh, kind of reminiscing with Helmeppo and Kobe off like outside They're They're happy. They're happy. Yes.
0: It's a nice moment
1: right because yeah they're
0: not they're not playing marines versus pirates
1: exactly they're actually
0: they're friends
1: they're friends right and you know they know at some point their paths are going to cross where they're going to be opposing each other but now it's not that time let's enjoy each other's company i like that um and it's cool because you know you get some insight into the navy with like you, you know because luffy to their knowledge, the only way to cross into the Grand Line is to go up reverse mountain. So he's asking Kobe and them, like, hey, how did you guys get into the Grand Line? I I didn't even know you guys were in the Grand Line. We left you before in the East Blue. So how'd you get here? And he basically mentions, uh Yeah, um I think uh they said like the Navy ships, they're fitted with like sea prism stones or something to where when they're sailing the ocean, it practically makes them invisible. Um right. So, so, um, Neptunians or Sea Kings, if they, you know, they don't see a ship, like, going over the Con Belt with them. So, it's easy for the Navy to do it. They just sail over the Con Belt, bam, in the Grand Line. Easy. That wasn't so bad. Um, they, but, the
0: Navy's keeping all the good stuff for themselves. They
1: got all the good technology, all the, and again, I, it i feel like that's tied to a very uh specific character when it comes to technology uh i think we got a name drop of him already vega punk right mm-hmm. i think we i think we heard of him once so far
0: i don't recall i want to say no but i could be wrong but
1: either way i mean i i think this is this is a vega punk thing this, this has to be a vega punk thing he's but.
0: out there he's brewing
1: He's brewing. And um, and again, like, you know, Nami's kind of like eavesdropping on the conversation because she's trying to learn like as much. Actually, no, right here. Bam. They said it. When it comes to technology, Dr. Vega Punk is number one. He's amazing.
0: That... Yeah, see, I think that was the first time. I swear that's the first time.
1: Was it the first time?
0: I swear. I'm telling you, I don't think it was ever mentioned before. Dr. Vega Punk. That is oh, the wow. first time.
1: Well, either way i mean we know that this man is like the head scientist honcho whenever you say damn the navy gets everything how the hell can they do this Vegapunk. bam there you go vega punk is the reason we still don't know what this man looks like to this day but at some point at some point we'll see right there. um but uh oh oh and then okay this is something interesting right this is kind of what I was alluding to in previous episodes of One Piece Chronicles, where we always had questions on uh, how, how is there a, a pistol that ate the dog dog fruit? The Shun model. Like, how does that work? Kobe reveals in this chapter, Dr. Vegapunk is really amazing. He discovered how devil fruits confer their powers and even developed a technology where you can feed a devil fruit to inanimate objects. That right there is practically the exact thing I was saying from before. It's not literally you taking the fruit and sticking it down the barrel of the pistol, saying, eat it, eat it. Vegapunk has some insane technology where he can confer the essence of the fruit, whatever gives that fruit the power that it has he can transfer that into whatever he wants whether it be a person well i mean a person just eats it but if he wants to put it into an object he has some scientific tool that lets him take it and then put it into that object so that's how you get funk freed uh, a sword that ate the elephant (laughs) elephant fruit um the 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 whole pistol scenario and and i know there's other characters too but that hopefully answers your question grandmaster who does that answer you didn't have
0: a question i understood. i remember you
1: hammering your fist when i would explain this saying that doesn't make any sense
0: i understood this like it just is stupid in conception (laughs) like why did they say this gun needs to have the dog dog fruit like why why
1: it's zany and random
0: I, I, I get it but it was like okay let's give the sword the elephant fruit i, I yes. okay sure there's a perfectly capable human right here but give it to the sword. that could
1: do some damage so someone ate the elephant fruit i would think yeah that could be a zone type, yes. someone uses to, it's an elephant, it's huge.
0: Yes, and they said, We'll give it to the sword.
1: Give it to the sword. Yes.
0: <laughs> Some foolishness. There is but foolishness. It's fine, um, I guess.
1: It's fine. It's I zane- mean it's, it's zany. It's zany, as one would say. Uh <laughs> Nami. I mean, I, I kind of like this small little moment. Um, again, reaffirming. The genuine conversation that they're having. Nami's trying to snoop in on what important information the Navy may have on this. She gets some of that, you know, the Vega Punk reveal, um, and and whatnot. But then, you know, it gets to a point where Luffy and Kobe just start smiling and laughing. They're just kind of talking about their adventures together, or just reminiscing on old memories with Helmeppo. And Nami at that point just kind of smiles and she just walks away. She At that point, she's kind of like, you know what? They're having a good time. I think I got what I needed. Just let them have fun. It's nice to see right. Luffy having fun like that. You don't get that a lot. This is a very nice moment with Nami Yeah, no, it's, a, and Luffy. it's
0: definitely a nice moment. Yes. Oh, for Nami's sake? Sure.
1: Oh, yeah, for, for not because, you know, her goal in this was to snoop in because she has a transponder snail that's listening in on the conversation. So she's mm-hmm. trying to gain as much Navy information as possible. But once the conversation turns to just them enjoying each other's company, you know, Luffy and Kobe and Helmeppo, she just kind of smirks and she just walks away at that point. She she mm-hmm. puts down the pen, the pencil, whatever. And she's like, all right, I, I'm, I'm going to go jump in the pool now because they're they're having fun. I'm just gonna let them have fun I don't right know. i i like this scene it's cool it's nice but
0: it's it's nice it's nice i agree
1: uh but then again another big reveal uh well not really a big reveal but more like a, a name drop um how do you call it uh kobe basically reveals to um uh, <clears throat> luffy about the second half of the grand line he says this is you know the one area of the Grand Line where all the strongest pirates are. It's the other side of the Red Line and it's a place that we call the New World. Ooh.
0: Oh, okay, here we go.
1: Another name drop. Sit down and don't tell me that this is the best post credits that we've had in any saga. I
0: I am not denying that, so yeah.
1: Um, but, but this is big again. And, you know, Kobe reaffirms, he's saying, Hey man, let's meet in the new world. And at that point, I promise you, I'm going to become an admiral in the Navy. Admiral's a big title. Do you think Kobe can make admiral? Do you think he can get there?
0: Of course. I mean, again, you know,
1: so like the, the reason why I asked is like, you know how, like in Naruto, right. Uh, you have Konohamaru. And was like, I'm going to be Hokage. And you're kind of like...
0: No. I mean, Konohamaru, Konohamaru's on his way. You know?
1: He's on his way. Quotations. But, but um, um... Compared to Kobe. I, compared to Kobe.
0: I, I think, you know, we talked about it before as far as kind of just representation of, you know, justice overall and how the Navy and the Marines kind of, some of them teeter this line between, like, ulterior motives and you know questionable motives and they 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 warp justice to benefit them kobe has been our kind of like de facto he's a good person part of the navy i mean we've seen it too we've seen it with a smoker uh and we've seen it you know with garp a bit there are good people here correct there are good people in the navy However, Kobe is a reflection of Luffy. They're both, you know, they started their journeys together and you watch their diverging. So as Luffy grows closer to becoming King of the Pirates, I think it's, you know, it would be great writing that Kobe is getting closer to becoming, I guess, a vice admiral first before an admiral. Um, Right. But like, you know, it's just cool to watch those factions. So, you know, another character down the line is moving up in the terms of revolutionaries, uh, who was also kind of a mirror of Luffy and a mirror of Ace, actually. Um, so it's nice to see these factions who are all friends. But we know somewhere down the line where they're going to have to come to major blows
1: oh 100 yeah
0: so yes I do think Kobe's gonna get there for sure okay
1: That's and a, he's uh,
0: eventually gonna have to fight Luffy like I all out that
1: fight's gonna go down there's uh <laughs> I don't see I don't see uh Kobe putting much of a fight but
0: I mean he's got a ways to go
1: he's got sure. a ways to go and he is moving up maybe not yes. at the pace Luffy is going but he is, he is getting stronger as the he story He is getting progresses. stronger for sure. Um, At that point, you know, the characters kind of just bid their farewells a little bit. They're like, all right, let's meet in the new world. And everyone just wants to throw a party at this point. Sanji cooks up a big feast. The Frankie family comes in. Galila. Everyone just has this grand party uh, on, on Water 7 to celebrate their victory and, you know, saving Robin uh, saving Mayor, Iceberg, just, you know, everyone's happy. Um, and, and you get this really interesting um, conversation in the middle of Real quick,
0: of- real quick before I know where you're going. I just oh, want to what? point out, Usopp is at this party wearing the Soga King mask. Yo,
1: okay, yes, you're right. You're right. He is at this party with the Soga King mask. I think um, he's like eating some of the food and he's just saying how delicious it is with <laughs> Chopper and um, and Luffy. And uh I think it's I, I I think it's hilarious that, you know, to enjoy the party. He has not missed a party that the straw hats have given. He's not. So he's gotta be part of this one. Oh, so uh, I just
0: like to say too, in the anime, they are dancing. He's like, Let's party. He starts singing the Soge King song.
1: Oh, does he? And like they're the all full, dancing to it. Like the full, like, you yes. know, intro and everything.
0: Yes. And wow. like Frankie and them are doing the super.
1: Oh, um, man, I need to watch that then.
0: Yeah, it's a good scene. It's a good scene.
1: That does sound good. Oh, God. Um, But yeah, like, you know, in the middle of all this, you get Robin off to the side and uh, <laughs> you get this deep, ominous voice that's off, you know, on the opposite wall from her. <laughs> it's just so intense. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I imagine the fear she had because the, the, the first line of dialogue is, stay right where you are and listen to me <laughs> nicole robin <laughs> and it's like oh my god it's it's aokiji he's right there
0: just when you thought of, again she's kind of like she's happy she's celebrating just when you think it's over don't move <laughs> <laughs> don't move
1: <laughs> she's she's breathing heavily in this scene um uh, but he's not there to capture her right again, it's it's uh it's more like a conversation. He wants to know, why didn't you run like you always do? And and he basically mentions, like, if you if you had acted on your own, you probably could have gotten away from CP9. You know, it wasn't that difficult. And again, Robin reiterates, I could not abandon my friends. They're my friends. If I had left CP9, they were going to kill them. And I'm not doing that. I I love that. I, I I don't know. That's uh that to me is like a a heart touching moment because the the one response Aokiji has for that is well you know 20 years ago I did have a very close friend and that was Jaguar, Jaguar D Saul. Jaguar D
0: Saul. Yep. And
1: I don't think we knew they were friends, right? Did we know they were friends? no
0: not in that moment i don't think uh it was bittersweet to hear that no i mean it's not sweet but it was like it's interesting because you killed him
1: killed and i don't think he's dead i'm just i mean we
0: didn't see him shatter his body so there's that too
1: Um, i think he brought him somewhere i i don't know i've seen very much very much could be
0: very much could be
1: um but it's just nice. You know, he mentions that. He carried on. He basically carried on what Jaguar D Saul had. Um, basically, this belief with Robin uh, that she could someday find people that she would care for and they would return that that favor back to her so that she yes. could live. Um, and Aokiji was starting to wonder, like, you know, it's been Robin, it's, it's, it's been 20 years. Yeah. Uh, you- you think you can find someone? <laughs> I don't know. But to, to her credit, you know, she had a bounty on her head. Just when she would sure. warm up to someone, they would find out who she really is. They would try turning her into the Navy. So she she eventually developed a distrust of people. Naturally so. I imagine 20 years of being backstabbed might do that to you. I'm just saying.
0: No, no. And then some, for sure.
1: Um, No doubt there. And again, he asks, you know, he he tells her, I never expected them to defeat CP9. Let me ask you this Have you finally found a place where you can feel safe? And at that point, Robin's huffing and puffing, you know, because she's afraid of what's, you know, that Akiji's there. She stops. She stops breathing heavily and she says, Yes, just. Straight up, yes. They, I, I feel safe with them. And I feel like that's important because, again, she, this is beautiful, okay? <laughs> this is art. In this moment with Aokiji, she's by herself. Naturally, she's afraid because she's reminded of what it was to be alone and be presented in front of a towering force like Aokiji. But the second He reminds her of the friends that she, you know, gained in this venture. And he asks her, do you feel safe with them? She stops. Her her heavy breathing stops. And she says, yes, I do. Oh, my God. Come on, Grandmaster. Are you not with with
0: me? I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I am with you. (laughs) It is a beautiful kind of full circle moment for our girl. You know, versus you know, at the first sight of danger, previously, she feared for their lives and she feared for hers, and now she trusts them, hundred percent, and she's sticking by them no matter what.
1: It's 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 like poetry. It rhymes. Some yeah. would say.
0: You could say it's like poetry. look <laughs>
1: uh, Aokiji. At this point, it's like, you know, I don't know if I was right or wrong for Saul to let you live, but maybe you can answer that question for me someday. And she says, I intend to. Bam. That's it. And there we go. Aokiji's like, all right, you know, then live out your life and prove to me that Ohara is still alive. Teleports out of there, Gone.
0: (laughs) He just walks away. They show him on his bike later. Did they show him on his bike?
1: They do show him like they show him kind of like teleporting like through ice, I guess, out of there. But then it shows him on his bike, uh, and, and he's eating some of the food that Sanji made at the uh, at, from the party. That's funny. Um, so that 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 was a great scene. I loved it. Um, and then you get a transition scene, and now things are getting serious. Well, things were serious before this, but now this is this is big boy leagues. You, you transition into the sacred land of Marijua. And you have the Gorosei being reported to. They have terrible news. Because they're saying in the New World, <laughs> one of the four emperors, red-haired Shanks, has broken through our lines. And they're finally going to make direct contact with Whitebeard, Edward Newgate. And this is... This is big, you know. I mean, this is these are two juggernauts.
0: I just want to point out remember, they were trying to prevent this since like Jaya.
1: Oh, prevent them from uh
0: from meeting. Because if you remember correctly, Shanks sent one of his crew members to go, you know,
1: oh, that's
0: to Whitebeard, right. and Whitebeard said tell that redheaded boy if he wants to talk he needs to come here himself.
1: That was when he was like chugging the the ale, right? He was like he was drooling with it and he had all the nurses around him. Yes. That that was our first reveal of white beard. Yeah, that's right? the
0: first time we see white beard. Okay. Yeah. All right, okay. he said Rockstar, that's his name. Rockstar when That's
1: right. That's right. Right.
0: And he's like, "No, you tell that boy how dare he, you know."
1: <laughs> how dare.
0: Uh, so he's like so they've been trying to prevent this for a while. It's happening.
1: Uh, goodness. My God. That was Jaya.
0: That was Jaya.
1: That was like 150. It was 100 chapters ago. Minimum.
0: It's a good amount time. of episodes ago. I'll tell you That's that. That's
1: a much. good amount of episodes. Wow. Oh, my God. Finally, we, we Shanks is able to push through and meet up. With um Edward Newgate. You get some other characters that are revealed on um uh Whitebeard's crew. You get Jozu. I think Joe he's, the, Zoo. he's the diamond guy, right?
0: He is the diamond guy, yes. Okay,
1: you don't know that yet, but you know he's he's powerful. You
0: you finally I think I think we finally get every time we see Marco, it's been some trash like version of Marco that's like not fully done.
1: Wait, what do you mean?
0: The first, and, and I mean, I don't know about the manga, but the anime Marco, like the first time you see him, he has like blue hair. And it's like, wait, really? that's not, yes. It's like really lazy, um, oh, it's, what? Like,
1: because maybe they didn't know, like they didn't, what his official they, yeah, colors
0: uh, were. Well, yeah, that and correct. They didn't know how significant he was first. So,
1: wow, you know what? Yeah, I can kind of see that. Cause they just have them listed as like, uh, division commanders. But, like, they don't have, like, they don't do anything, right? Like, they're not really, like, um, they don't come off as Ace. Because Ace is also a division commander. Right. But they just kind of have this one little dialogue thing saying, oh, Redhead is coming on the boat. All you newcomers, step aside. And, you know, there's a Oh, they're like,
0: y'all better be careful now. And then, actually, Shanks does do you remember what happens here
1: what oh you what can't he, oh damn
0: he, you can't you can't see it but marco this is newbies? marco
1: oh this is yeah oh, oh no wait does he have purple lips
0: yes right it's it's Ew. bad it's bad it's bad <laughs> he it's really wait, bad it's really bad
1: he has a shirt on in that
0: i know it's bad all of it's bad
1: wow i didn't think the anime fumbled like that
0: they did they didn't get it right i think until here
1: Wow! Like, okay. It still looks bad. Actually, wait though. a minute. Can you in my background? Can you? Okay, Jozu's right there.
0: Yeah, that's Jozu.
1: Is is that no, Marco's is that, that, that that's not Marco, right? The guy. No, no, oh, no, God, no. I'm this is not to, the. That's not Marco,
0: right? No, no. The time okay. you see Marco here is not. He's he's looks fine, at this point.
1: Oh, you meant earlier? Yeah, earlier, they, earlier. Okay, so like Jaya, like like when yes, you saw. Yes. Okay, yes. Okay, that's when he looked like ugly Marco. But but yes. now
0: he now he looks fine. He looks okay,
1: fine. Okay, official colors. oh got,
0: um, got it. Well, yeah, no, Shanks comes on board, and remember, uh, Whitebeard's, and he it, people start falling, and collapsing. I I don't know if the manga does this, but in the anime, Whitebeard goes. Look at you so loosely tossing around your hockey.
1: He said that in the okay. manga. He said, "There it is. Yeah. There it is." I think this is the first mention of hockey.
0: It is the first mention. Yes, it is, it is the is.
1: first mention. So, so perfect. You got Shank, someone from chapter one, introducing the concept of hockey, and maybe some things alluded to hockey in the previous story. Like you know, we sometimes say Enaru, and some of the Skypeans knew hockey. It's uh, it's.
0: I mean, they called it mantra. Now we're getting the
1: official like, term. This
0: their world, you know. Not Skypia. This is
1: right. hockey.
0: And then Whitebeard saying, "You're just throwing it around." That implies that he's a master, and he's like, you know, so in control that it's just it speaks to his power. It speaks to his power.
1: It's, be, it, it's tearing like a portion of the ship like, like you know the wood is splintering on yes. the ship so this is something as like it doesn't affect just people i guess it affects your surroundings this could affect like you know wood or metal or dirt or rock whatever um i just i always found this uh they don't reveal what the name is uh yet i mean because this is conquerors hockey at this point correct um but they they don't say that yet uh they they just call it hockey you know it's hockey's overwhelming it's causing the men on the ship to fall over and uh right um white beard says damn man you're throwing that around like it's nothing okay (laughs) um and i think this is the first time we get his laugh did uh... i
0: don't know his laugh
1: oh you don't know his laugh i don't oh don't you dare it's uh it's uh (laughs) good
0: i i don't know it Um, what
1: that is like one of the more iconic ones you got the iconic laughs are are um white beard black beard gecko moria
0: listen i i don't know it i don't know what you No, oh my god move on i don't know
1: no 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 no
0: move on I don't know it
1: carry us into the next scene what happens next
0: um well it's their discussion right and well they
1: they, they trade ale you know ace brought some um, ace uh shanks he, he brought yes. some ale with him because he knows white beard's a drunkard to a degree he likes his he likes his alcohol
0: right and they're having a conversation about well it's revealed i'm pretty sure he's like i want you to call back ace and have him stop this mission that he's on and we always knew ace has been looking for somebody we don't know who was ace looking for does shank say who ace was looking for
1: uh i yeah he does he he tells him he tells him uh it's it's blackbeard i know ace okay. is hunting blackbeard and this is kind of skipping a little bit ahead in their conversation but he tells them i i want you to, to call ace back you know stop him from confronting what uh blackbeard because right. something big is going to happen you need to stop this guy he's he's young but again this is the uh, blackbeard is someone dangerous and again you get another reveal um you get the reveal that shanks ha- did shanks have the three scars over his eyes in chapter one did he have those yet
0: Uh, oh good question i never thought about it
1: i'm not Um, i i because i i always try to pinpoint when this might have happened but you know shanks reveals to Whitebeard, you know you know how powerful i am but the one person that gave me this scar over my eye these three scars was blackbeard and at that point you're like damn someone Ace is end game and this blackbeard landed this blow on ace i'm curious to shanks. know shanks oh yeah i'm sorry shanks yeah blackbeard landed this blow on shanks i don't know why i keep calling him ace
0: yeah he um... had the scars yeah he had the he had the scars
1: okay so this is something that happened even before uh chapter one of one piece which again begs the question you know how powerful were these characters at that time you know like was when when luffy was a kid was shanks considered yonko status or was he still building his name up to that point um same with blackbeard you know blackbeard he may or may not have been a division commander at that point i i, I don't think he was um, actually, I I don't even think was Blackbeard a division commander. I don't, I don't think he was. Oh, I don't
0: I, know. I think he uh, served
1: under someone. I don't know, but
0: yeah, I don't know.
1: He's he's on Blackbeard's crew.
0: He is part of Black. He's one of Blackbeard's sons. I'm, I'm
1: sorry, Whitebeards. Whitebeard's sons.
0: Whitebeard. Sorry, he's, <laughs> Blackbeard is many. one of Whitebeard's sons. Yes.
1: Um, but again, you realize you start to realize how old. Whitebeard is he's he's reminiscing about you know gold roger garp sengoku he's went toe-to-toe with these characters he is he is a pirate from an older age and you can kind of tell because i mean uh he's got some medical equipment even on this chair with him so it's it's stuff that he needs assistance with to like just breathe and you know the function normally uh, so he, he's he's an old man on death's door to a certain degree, um, and I I think did we know Shanks was from Gold Roger's ship already? We know he was um, a buggy.
0: I don't recall. It's I don't think so. It, you have there's a flashback that shows. Gold, Roger holding, or wearing the hat. And that is when you realize Shanks got that hat from him. I honestly think that this might not even happen till Sabadee Archipelago, maybe.
1: What, the hat thing?
0: Showing the flashback of Rayleigh meeting Goldie Roger and him wearing the hat. Once you see him in the hat, it makes sense.
1: Got it. I know at least at this point, um, you know, it's it's confirmed Shanks was on Gold Goldie Roger's ship. And then you also get the reveal that, well, if if he was on Goldie Roger's ship, then that means Buggy was also on Goldie Roger's ship. And, and they do show that in a flashback, because, you know, um Whitebeard saying, yeah, whenever I. Whenever I fought you guys, you, I, I I remember your faces. You know, there was a guy with a red nose on there too. <laughs> Whatever happened to him? He got killed. Uh, and
0: the disrespect for Buggy the funny. Clown.
1: Uh, <laughs> but he basically says, um, you know, on the day that our captain was executed, we parted ways at Logtown, and we've never met since. I find that very interesting because. I don't know like I never thought of it but Shanks and Buggy have not seen each other for 22 years in the story. Yeah. That's insane. I I don't know I like I I you know they have that relationship where you know Buggy hates him but Shanks cares for him still. I don't I always thought that they would just cross paths every now and then like once every few years. No i haven't hasn't seen him shanks confirms i've not seen him since uh we parted ways at logtown when uh gold roger was executed
0: A eventual reunion in the future
1: it's we're gonna get it we're gonna right. get it for sure um and Whitebeard, of course asks shanks you know hey buddy i i noticed i noticed your one limb short what's going on <laughs> with that did did Mihawk do that? <laughs> like uh, what's going on there? He, he tells him, "I gave it up for the sake of a new era."
2: Ooh.
0: Good line. A <laughs> good line.
1: It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. But he tells he tell and that's that's where we get the Blackbeard conversation. He tells him, you know, "This arm doesn't hurt. It does not give me any pain." Um, but let me tell you I fought countless battles and received countless scars, but the only one that aches right now is this one. And he points to his eye that that black beard left with with scars. Um, I wonder if that if that's like a metaphorical thing or a literal thing. Does it well, have It's probably be-
0: it's probably metaphorical more so, but it's probably, you know, that's a pretty big wound right there that speaks to blackbeard's i guess violence and just he's a formidable foe and he's really trying to say blackbeard did this to me get ace off of the hunt (laughs) Uh,
1: and again i want to know how powerful was shanks at that time because from blackbeard's perspective if shanks was just your run-of-the-mill captain which i doubt he was Blackbeard's like I mean my man it's it's Ace. I mean Ace can handle his own. I'm just saying he has the flame flame fruit. I imagine he can handle this Blackbeard, but Ace I'm I'm sorry, Shanks is very certain to remind uh Whitebeard that uh he's saying no no no, listen. Whitebeard, this is not just something that happened. Blackbeard just did not all of a sudden leave your crew. Because he just felt like killing, you know, hit one of his crewmates and he wanted to eat a double fruit. This man laid low. He joined the Whitebeard Pirates for a goal. He joined it, laid low, did his part on the crew. And once an opportunity sprung, the opportunity that he needed and wanted, that's when he made his move. And now he has what he wants. And you sent ace after him. I'm warning you my man. Stop your boy from going after him. And it's a warning, right? It's a fair warning cuz we we know what this alludes to. We know where it goes. We know what's at the end of this bread trail. Um
0: I mean we get it at the end of this arc. We do.
1: We do. Um and white beard is just not having it he's and he kind of just reiterates his his moral compass he's basically saying you know the the one rule i have on my crew is that you do not kill your shipmate because we are like brothers you are like my sons and it's it, it's law it's law on my ship so don't come in here telling me that i'm gonna have to tell ace to come back because it ain't happening even if i did want to tell ace to come back ace is not coming back until he until he gets White Beard. I'm sorry, until he gets Blackbeard. He's not coming back.
0: Right. It's interesting because you get pieces of Whitebeard and how he runs his pirate crew. Everybody is his sons. There's a strict code. Ace has to see this through because it was um, because he was a division commander at the time. Uh, Blackbeard is under Ace's division, which is the second division. Right. And right and so
1: oh so so his division commander was ace
0: was ace and that's yes. why
1: he fe- that's why ace felt it was his responsibility to go after blackbeard because it happened under his watch
0: right and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's correct okay. but um yeah I don't I don't remember when they reveal who whitebeard killed uh he did kill the fourth blackbeard Divi- killed? sorry blackbeard killed the fourth division commander
1: Oh, okay, got it, got it. So he killed the 4th Division Commander.
0: Right, and we'll get into why, but um, yes, there is a strict code that Whitebeard lives by. and It's very prominent here. It's very cool, too, because I mean, uh, now that I think about it, at this point, we don't really see how a pirate crew operates outside of the ones that go straight up against Luffy and crew. Right. This is a pirate crew, and this is how they do things. This is one of the old era of people who you know this dude was up there with goldie roger he was probably number two i to think, Gold goldie roger
1: i think his title at this point is he's the closest man to the one piece
0: and he's the world's strongest i'm pretty sure
1: the world's strongest yeah that, that's a big feat that's huge it is
0: a big feat um so <laughs> everything ace is doing is mad disrespectful right now <laughs> Like what Ace is how,
1: doing? Or Shanks. I'm
0: sorry, what Shanks is oh, doing. Oh
1: man, we're on a roll mad, with these names. Is
0: is is mad disrespectful. And I think at this point. Uh I think he whips it out, the the semitar, the giant uh oh
1: yeah, no, like uh uh Whitebeard finishes off the, the ale or whatever, the wine that Ace brought <laughs> he chucks the he chugs the, the jug back at a. Uh, uh shanks and i just you know at, in a disrespectful manner and at that point that's when um shank starts drawing <laughs> the his blade he starts drawing it and white Bear is like <laughs> he's like eat ass <laughs> <And> he, <laughs> he brings out I, what uh oh my god um it has a name the
0: Oh, it does uh, have a name. I don't the, know it.
1: Oh man, what's his thing called? It starts with a B, I think. The oh man, it's Move it's a on. badass name. No, 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 no. You, you better I figure it out. I don't know, know the name. Figure it out. <laughs> I
0: don't know. The
1: figure name. it out. Um, uh, it's a badass name. Um, but uh, they
0: oh, clash. Uh, Mur. It does not start with a B unless they translated it. Uh, Mura. Kumo Giri.
1: Maybe it's the type of weapon it is that's supposed to be. I don't know. It's still badass. That thing is that thing is clean.
2: That yes. thing is
1: clean. It is considered one of the 12 supreme grade swords. For those that remember the sword classes. I kind of remember that. But anyways. Um yeah, Whitebeard and uh Shanks, they clash. And you get this whole panel spread of like the clouds, the heavens being split apart. I think that's the strongest blow we've seen in the series. Um
0: and doesn't this blow also knock out more of Whitebeard's crew?
1: Uh does the it? Clash.
0: I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe, maybe in maybe it... the
1: anime it does. In the manga, it's maybe just I'm the force. Yeah, it's 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 just the force that when they clash, it, it just it sends the it, it goes upward and it just splits the clouds. And everyone that's watching is like Jesus. They well someone says they split the clouds and someone reiterates, no, they split the heavens. They Oof. it's it's insane. These are these are endgame villains that um are our our characters are not yet ready for
0: oh hell no they are not they ready are for this not.
1: this is not someone <laughs> that they can face off against so uh from there you kind of transition uh well you get a sneak peek of you know somewhere on the grand line on a certain island you don't really get the name of the island yet but uh blackbeard is basically saying hey let's go capture the straw hats their bounties went up i think and they came from any's lobby Now's the time to go get them. And that's when you get the reveal that Ace has finally caught up with Blackbeard. And he's like, oi, mate, where are you going?
0: Why are you giving him that <laughs> accent?
1: Because doesn't he have that in Four Kids? Or is that Shanks? Ace?
0: No, it's Shanks. Ace does not have an accent.
1: I've always given him an Australian accent. I don't know why. No,
0: it's, def- it's only Shanks.
1: I. You know what? I'm keeping it. I like it. Ew, <laughs> do not. Yes. I've always had given it's it's Shanks and Ace. I've always given Australian accents in my head. Like, yeah, yeah, they're they're Australian. Yeah. No,
0: don't do it.
1: <laughs> Too late. Um, but uh at that point we go back to water seven. Uh Granny Kokoro basically says, Yeah, you guys are are your next island is gonna be Fishman Island, which good joke their next island's fishman island uh but she says you know in order to get there you got to get through the florian triangle and a lot of ships end up getting lost in those waters um it's there are ghost ships that apparently sail through there it's really spooky you know you might not be able to make it out of there but technically your next island should be fishman island so you're going to fishman island next the biggest joke in the series was said at that point because we sure as hell know they never get to Fishman Island until like 300 chapters later or something
0: it'll be a very long time coming correct
1: a very long time um but it's at this point again you know members of the Frankie family come in and but bam everyone gets a wanted poster significant change from where we were last time before it was only it was only uh Luffy and, and Zoro.
0: Yes. Oh, and, 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 oh Robin, and Robin and Robin. And Robin. Right. Yes.
1: Right. Um I think Luffy always had a 300 no he had a 100 million bounty. Zoro had like a I think 80 Zoro's
0: was like um yeah, maybe 80. Yeah.
1: It was something like um, that. I I know Robbins was 79. Uh Robbins was a 79. 79. Yeah. It was a number that for some reason never went up uh when she was a child. But um no, now so Luffy So yeah,
0: Luffy's at 300,000. I'm 300 sorry, 300 million. million. Uh Zoro is now at uh 120. 1 120. Nami 60 I'm 16. sorry, $16, 16 million. And,
1: and they're given names. They're given yes, like... Nami uh... the
0: Cat Burglar.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Cat Burglar Nami. Uh, Soge King is given Ooh. a bounty. Not I Usopp. It. I love it. For $30 million, Uh Specifically for attacking Spandom and burning the flag. Correct. Sanji... Who again, Black Leg Sanji, Black Leg Sanji, 77 million uh, for defeating Jabra, but no one can get a good picture of Sanji. He's Um, got this
1: doodle of this man. We don't know who that is.
0: And he's so upset by it. (laughs) Oh, it's really uh, funny.
1: The final one you get is uh,
0: Cotton Candy Lover. Chopa. Chopa. Tony Tony Chopper. 50
1: berries.
0: <laughs> 50 <laughs> berries.
1: Because he's the pet. Um, they think he's the pet of the, the crew. <laughs> the
0: disrespect. The disrespect. The
1: utter disrespect. Um
0: Frankie gets a bounty too.
1: Oh, yes, he does. He gets a yes. uh, 44 million bounty. That's
0: for Uh beating Fukuro and burning the Pluton plans.
1: And beating Spandom some more again uh and, right. and probably some of the stuff that resurfaced from his past life so they thought he was dead since then
0: true true
1: so it's so. probably a culmination of all that stuff they're like hey you know put a bounty on this man he needs to be stopped right um robbins only goes up by one million i don't know why he's at weird. 80 yeah. yeah ooh um but uh it's all funny because you know you know loopy and zoro they're like ah yeah that's what's up that's right uh we we got the the rank up nami's petrified because she has a bounty now now people are going to be coming directly for her you have uh chopper just being devastated (laughs) that he's only 50.
0: he worked so hard just for so no recognition
1: (laughs) pennies pennies
0: he worked so hard
1: I mean, and then Sanji's just like his face is just priceless. Let me see, can you see Sanji here? Yes, you see yes. That? Right, right there, right there. Oh nope. right there. I don't know. You yeah, see yeah. him? He's devastated. Sanji's that. De- Who is this?
0: And he Who also is- hates losing to head, Marimo.
1: Right, right, exactly. I think even Zoro pokes fun at him, saying, <laughs> "They didn't even get your face right." You're right. Loser. Oh yeah, he definitely he definitely pokes fun. <laughs> definitely um, puts fine it's it's beautiful uh but because of course cyborg frankie has a bounty now that's when um you know the frankie family comes in and they're like luffy i mean we love our our, our aniki our big bro take this man out to sea with you because he's dead here <laughs> if he stays he will die here and um Doesn't he, uh, he kind of agrees to it already, right? He kind of, he's like, yeah, I mean, if he wants to, if he wants to, he could
0: come on. Um, To my knowledge, I think it was, it was not, I think they already had planned on him joining the crew, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Right. It was just a matter of Frankie had to come to them, I think. Uh,
1: Right, yeah. He was just like, all right, well, we're not going to go to him. He needs to come to us and say he wants to join. We're not going to force him.
0: What what ends up happening? They have to pretend they hate him or something?
1: Well, so so at first, you know, when they get the reveal, when the Frankie family makes the request to um, have the Straw Hats take Frankie, the chapter kind of ends there, and it kind of, like, jumps ahead a little bit to where they're all packing up, and they're going to head out to the ship. Um, and, and you get a little bit of a dialogue thing with Zorro and the rest of the crew. Oh. They're like, it's really quick. All he says is, all right, then, are we all on the same page about Usopp? And everyone's like, yep, we, we got it. So there, so at this point, you know, there was a conversation that went down. They, right. they, 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 talked about Usopp. You don't know what about to what degree, but you know, what's talked about. So, this is a good
0: little, this is a good little setup. It's a really it is good it setup. is
1: great setup. It is great setup. Um oh, and this is a minor thing. Uh earlier before this um Sanji I think is like on his way when he's like coming back to like make the food. He uh he walks by Usopp on like, you know, the shoreline and Usopp's like practicing his lines of uh, you know, how he's going to come back into the crew. He's going to be like, "Luffy, you want me back?" geez how pathetic guys <laughs> And he just he thinks they're gonna beg him to come back after what happened on Annie's lobby um so you know that's what leads to the conversation that they have in the cabin with Zoro and everything so Sanji saw what Usopp was doing he was practicing on his on his lonesome how he's gonna come back to the crew and Sanji tells the crew what what Usopp was doing so We'll we'll talk about that conversation later, what they have. But um yeah, at this point, uh Frankie family goes out to get Frankie. The Straw Hats go out to um the uh the the ship making yard. Well, not the shipmaking yard, but like the 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 junkyard. The junkyard where Frankie and his family dismantle ships because there awaits their new ship the thousand sunny
0: the thousand sunny what did you um, think
1: about the ship did you like it at first glance were you here for it or were you like oh man going merry sad face
0: um no no i liked the thousand sunny because um it's a, it's a, it it served and even in in the appearance it looks as a spiritual successor to the going Mary you know the going Mary was the goat masthead here we have the lion and it's like which
1: they think is a flower at first they
0: do they do (laughs) um but it's like um you know the going Mary was never necessarily looked at as a real pirate ship but the masthead being the goat really you know I feel signified that this is the straw hats they're fun they're carefree they're just here for adventure and i think the mary captured that on its initial appearance and i was fine with it uh the name probably took a while to get more used to
1: thousand uh, sunny
0: yes just because it was like the going mary the thousand sunny i was like okay whatever um but the look itself i think frankie nailed the kind of spiritual successor
1: Easily, I mean, this ship is easily it 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 dwarfs the size of uh you know the Going Mary. It's it's, right. way, it's yeah. way bigger.
0: It's huge. <laughs> it's ginormous.
1: And it's it's great because it feels like a, a proper ship. And and Luffy and the gang they want to thank you know Frankie properly, but that's when you get the reveal that Iceberg did not want to meet Luffy to get his thanks about building the ship because he has a fear. That if he's there, when he gets that thanks, he's gonna want to join the crew. And Frankie doesn't want to do that because he feels he still has this guilt and this debt that he owes to Tom, to iceberg, just everything that's happened on Water Seven. Frankie does not want to leave the island. And then that's kind of like what you were alluding to earlier, where um, you know, uh his, his the, the Frankie family tries to convince Frankie to be like, hey. You should go with the straw hats. It's dangerous here. We'll be okay. Don't worry about us. Frankie's like, nope, I'm not, I'm not leaving. And I think they steal his underwear. They, they do they, steal
0: his underwear, they, right?
1: They steal his underwear. And that's what that's what starts the the grand chase throughout Water Seven. Yeah, Frankie running around with his junk flopping around in the wind. And uh he's chasing down these guys to give him back his underwear. Everyone in the, in the town is calling him a pervert. It's super weird, <laughs> and um, you know they they eventually. Well, I I think Loopy leaves the ship at that point, and he kind of helps the Frankie family like take the underwear. And he's like, "All right, pass me the underwear. I'm gonna run to the ship now." So they run to the ship, and uh, it's it's it, it, it's it's all silliness. Loopy gets on the ship, and he makes that proposal to Frankie, saying, "If you want your underwear back." Come onto the ship. Join my crew. And uh, this scene was always weird and just bothered me.
0: It, it's it, weird.
1: It, uh, do, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm going to get to? With Robin? Yes. Go ahead. Yes.
0: Go ahead. I mean. What is... he's I never the...
1: understood. This was unnecessary. I don't. I mean,
0: yes. She uses her Hana Hana fruit and grabs his nuts <laughs> and starts squeezing them which again I'm like team Robin and Frankie uh
1: oh oh you you ship you ship them
0: (laughs) I do ship them I do this is part of it
1: a dominatrix uh (laughs) I don't know what
0: this was I really don't know what this was but they are the
1: closest in age
0: they are uh, they are
1: characters
0: so what she grabs it and he's crying and the real tears start to come out as far as you know he doesn't want to leave or it's hard for him to say goodbye and whatnot uh and then um it's revealed that she only grabbed it like for a second and so he he was actually really crying because he's saying goodbye to the family to iceberg to galila and honestly you know uh i think he's like kind of overjoyed because he's kind of living out the dream that Tom kind of set him on the path for. Right. So yeah, Robin's like, oh yeah, I only grabbed it for like a second.
1: I mean, she <laughs> she touched them. She like, I don't. Oh my god. Robin, Robin and Robin Frankie, man. Robin and Frankie. And don't don't give me that BS that like, oh, it's it's the double fruit hands that grabbed. It. No. no robin feels
0: those robin feels that right she
1: yes (laughs) okay right right, oh my i oh man robin (laughs) uh so the nut grabbing was a pivotal moment in this scene um and uh and again you know iceberg tells frankie you know you have to forgive yourself and uh the frankie family in a tearful farewell tell them you know Think about your happiness for a change. You're always worrying about iceberg or Tom or us. You know what about yours? Your your feelings matter too in all of this. And uh, you 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 know you get some flashbacks into some of the members that he recruited. Like the I don't know the guy's name, but the guy that's always like the the figurehead of the fa- the Frankie family, the guy with the fishnets.
0: Oh, um,
1: I don't remember his name. It's
0: like with a Z. Don't even worry right. about it.
1: Uh, no, 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 we've got to confirm this. He might appear later in Raftel.
0: I mean, he's got a name, I don't, it's like Zombi or something.
1: Oh, I think it is Zombi. yeah.
0: Oh, there you go, Zombi. zombi.
1: Um, but yeah, you get some flashbacks on how Frankie recruited them throughout the years. Uh, same with the twins. Um, the Frankie family is an actual family, yes. and uh, at that point, I think you know, he, he, re- he just asked the question, he's like, dude, can. Can you guys really live without me? Because he just wants that final reassurance that if he leaves, his family is going to be okay. And they say, yeah, man, we'll be okay. Go go off on your adventure. Live the dream of your dreams on your ship of dreams, the Thousand Sunny. It's like poetry. Right. It, it rhymes.
0: Well, I guess, you know, it's also nice because, you know, Tom did not go... With the oral jackson and Tom he wasn't able to go. see oh, all right, that his right. ship did right so you know here you have frankie he's going to be a part of his ship and its journey so it's nice
1: it, it is it's it's beautiful and frankie's like all right you got a ship right frankie and frankie joins the straw hats officially as their eighth crew member right
0: well Us- currently he's their seventh crew member currently
1: their seventh yeah the the Mary oh well, no, no no right right no Usopp. because
0: Usopp. Usopp is not part of the crew right now
1: Usopp's not part of the crew so he uh he goes off onto the Mary and the chapter pretty much ends I'm sorry not the Mary the, the Thousand Sunny and at that point that's when we get the reveal of a flashback about the conversation that was had about Usopp. This is, again, I I love this, man. I, I don't know, do you, you want to take this one?
0: Okay, I mean, I'll try my best. So what you have here- I mean,
1: Sanji, Sanji tells them about, you know, he saw Usopp
0: And practicing. at first, everyone is overjoyed about Usopp wanting to return.
1: Let's go get him. Know?
0: right they're really eager to get him back and they are stopped in their tracks by Zoro and Zoro really kind of puts it bluntly he's like you know Usopp blatantly disrespected our captain uh, and you know it led to the confrontation and what happened happened and he's like for our captain to go seek Usopp back is completely wrong because Usopp is the one who disrespected Luffy. Usopp was in the wrong for going against your captain. So if Luffy goes and wants and offers him a spot back, what that's basically making a mockery of everything they're doing.
1: What does that say about our captain and us as pirates?
0: Right. Can anybody just willy-nilly leave the crew at any time, anytime they have a, you know, a grievance or and just
1: be welcomed back, open arms without, you know, it without the issue being addressed?
0: Right. Zoro basically says there has to be consequences for Usopp's actions. And we can't just allow him to come back. Like, and he basically lays down the ultimatum. He's like, if you welcome Usopp back uh and he uh, if, and before he begs to come back I'm done I'm out
1: I'm going to be the next one to leave that's yes. insane this is your first mate you're your second in command he's threatening to leave because he tells Luffy you know I really don't care about anything stupid that you do cuz you do a lot of stupid <laughs> shit all the time but this is something serious if you let Usa back on without him at least apologizing or at least addressing what he did, I'm next. I'm leaving right. next. Like <laughs> say goodbye to me too. And and again, Zoro, you know, it, it sounds cold from Zoro like you know right now cuz it's like it it's almost as if he doesn't want Usopp back. But but he reaffirms he's like Listen, it's fine that he wants to come back. I'm okay with Usopp coming back onto the crew, but he needs to come onto the crew without any BS, no sneaking on, weaseling his way in without addressing the issue. This man needs to apologize for what he did.
0: And again, I think this is one of another top five moments for Zorro, uh, to be honest, because... Again, you don't really get much from Zoro, but you, again, I said this last time when we talked about, I think it was the Usopp fight, Usopp versus Luffy. It is. Zoro offers perspective and he lays it blunt and he lays it out for the people to really understand what is going on here. You know, we're not playing pirates. Yes. Now he says it.
1: Now he says it.
0: We're not playing pirates. So after this i mean it's a it's a tough pill to swallow but he's right and everybody agrees and he's right
1: 100 percent, sanji the, his his one rival is on the same page with him he's like hey mushead is right we gotta we can't let usa back on the crew you know what i'm saying
0: terrible <laughs> that's um, his accent <laughs> i get it I, I get it but it's still bad um but yeah, um it's it's great. And they literally say we're gonna leave him here on water seven until he apologizes. So <laughs> here they are, they're now on the sunny. Usopp has still not come to apologize. And they start
1: sailing. They they left anchor and they're sailing away. Well, cause the navy, you know uh- Well,
0: Garb said he wasn't going to chase them. Or he said he was gonna give him like a head start or something. But no, no, yeah, get... he,
1: he said he wasn't gonna chase them. I'm not gonna. Right. I'm not here to capture you.
0: And then he gets the call saying, "You're on the same island."
1: From Sen Goku.
0: From Sengoku. he's like, "You better go get him, Garp."
1: But he's my grandson. I don't care. Get
0: him. And so Garp is over here like,
1: Luffy.
0: Sorry about this. I have orders. <laughs> oh, he's man. his own cannon he's literally chucking these things like they're a freaking baseball and they they're hitting they're, they're making hitting. it to the sunny they're... they have to literally defend everybody's out here defending Garp's cannonballs easily because um,
1: that's gonna do damage to the sunny for sure
0: and i think i think this is a funny sequence so everybody at water seven is watching this happen and then usopp just kind of walks up They're like, long nose. What are you doing here?
1: They know. They know. Yeah,
0: they know. I mean, well, they're like, you know, well, they left, man. We thought you were on board. Um, and so then, uh, Usopp tries to like he runs down there, and this is where we get, you know, uh, hey guys, you, you forgot about me. And he's like, ah, very funny. I get it. The joke, rejoice, your captain's back. I have returned. And meanwhile, Chopper, I think, sees him like, look, there's Usopp, and they can hear Usopp, they are ignoring Usopp.
1: Yes, Chopper's telling them, look, Usopp's here. And Z- Luffy's like, I don't hear anything. Right, to Zoro, I don't, I don't hear anything. I, I, I think it's important that those two characters said it, uh, because everyone else is not just gonna be that mean to Usopp. I mean, not 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 necessarily mean, but you know, stern in that way. Luffy has to do that. So does Zoro. Zoro has to do that as well. I feel like if he went up, I mean, maybe the anime does it. Uh but they only show Luffy and Zoro saying, I I don't hear anything. I'm curious as to what would have happened if you went up to like maybe Nami saying, Nami, look, Usopp, if she would have said, I don't hear anything.
0: That that's essentially that's essentially what happened. Um kind of everybody else is kind of waiting in suspense because they really want Usopp to apologize, you know. So um, so you know they're waiting, but yes, you do see luffy and Zoro basically say i don't i didn't hear anything um and usab realizes they're they're leaving and they're not stopping and he starts tearing up and then he just goes
2: i'm sorry
0: (laughs) and he's crying he's like i was wrong i'm sorry for my stubbornness you know, and I think what does he say? Please take me back with you. Right.
1: He says, I know I already quit. I know I'm being pathetic, but can I take back what I said? Let me take it back. I want to be with you guys one more time. I want to go on more adventures. And he's at yeah, this point, this is probably the most ugly cry that o has ever. <laughs> give it anyone this dude is bawling <laughs> his snot and t- i think i think in your uh background it's kind of yeah, yeah that, this yeah. is it
0: yeah this is it this um, is it yeah um he's
1: just he just wants to come back and uh from there you get the you hear a stretchy noise you hear the stretch <laughs> you see a hand right there you also see
0: you see everybody smile like everybody's like "Mm, Mm, he did it
1: this is this is what we needed this is all we needed
0: the stretch like you said and luffy is also ugly crying you
1: idiot (laughs) hurry up and grab on (laughs) (laughs) oh man you can't tell me this is not the best arc in all of one piece it is it is oh my goodness this was fantastic it was truly
0: something special um just it's it's, it was beautiful again it's everything comes full circle you know uh and it's a lesson that needed to be taught to the crew you know right we're in this together well water seven was just yeah kind of we're all in this together but also remember piracy does have some rules we need to abide by if we're going to be a proper crew Which we are becoming. We are now like a big threat to the government right now. We're not playing anymore. We need to, you know, Luffy is our captain. We have to follow his lead. You may disagree, and you can speak your disagreement, but you cannot keep letting that be the reason why you leave and come back to the crew. You know, swallow up your disagreement and keep it moving. But, you know...
1: No, exactly. It's uh, that's that's the rules that needed to be let uh, you know, set in stone. And again, we've said it before in previous episodes. Water Seven was in a way kind of like the transition from innocence into adulthood, and we see that you know through the going Mary, uh, you know, having to be left behind the whole the whole ordeal with the crew that and everything that they went through this was this was a significant point in the story where it, there's no more games we no more games just made declared war against the government it's going to get worse from here on out we're, we're grown we're grown right. now
0: there's no turning back now
1: there's no so. turning back i love this 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 is just fantastic
0: oh no it was beautiful it was beautiful
1: and uh, you know obviously everyone's happy they're happy they're all together again they got a new ship right they got a new ship uh you know they got usa back
0: they saved robin
1: they saved robin and they're making their escape now now obviously you know uh there's still the problem with garp you know garp is not one to be scoffed at. he's he's trying everything in his power to sink that damn ship. he's
0: really trying he's he's really trying <laughs>
1: Uh <laughs> uh and you know, um Luffy's telling, you know, he calls out to Garp, Helmeppo, and Kobe saying, Hey, you know, we're gonna get serious and running away now. Hope to see you guys again someday. Obviously, Kobe sees that as, oh yeah, Luffy, okay, we'll meet again. Garb on the other hand is like, Who the hell you think you think you think you're leaving?
0: <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> so- How dare
1: you? I'm, you your I'm, <laughs> I'm your grandpa. <laughs> I'm your grandpa. I'm your grandpa. I think at that point, that's when he brings out like the the giant cannonball, right? It's like a
0: Oh, something like that. It, um, it's
1: like a giant ball. And, and it's tied to like a chain or something. And he just flings this at them. He's like, I'm gonna kill you guys if I have to. <laughs> I'm sinking that damn ship. Uh, but then of course, you get a testament. To how powerful how much of an upgrade the thousand sunny is compared to uh the going mary because going mary in this scenario ain't escaping there's no way going mary's leaving this scenario right here you oh got this, absolutely God. not <laughs> yeah, oh this, my gosh
0: i pulled it up it's not only attached to a chain yeah. this ball is at like bigger than the ship
1: it's bigger oh yes right right it is it's ginormous it is huge um, he flings he just this thing. Throws it. <laughs> that would have killed them. I don't care. That would have straight up killed them. Um, but yeah, you know, you, Frankie reveals one of the you know the techniques of the Thousand Sunny, the the coup de burst, and then bam, the, mm-hmm. the Thousand Sunny goes a flying, and this is a signature move that they use a lot uh to escape. Near capture, near death. I mean, you see this still to this day in, in One Piece. They use this a lot. It's a very, very unique way of escaping. Goodness, you can you can close some distance with a move like that. It's a um, it's a sudden burst of speed.
0: Testament to Frankie's ingenuity. 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 That's what it um, is. It's cola power.
1: It's oh my god. Just, I, I hate that fuel source it's It's cola cola. i need more cola
0: this is basically shaking up a soda bottle and releasing it (laughs) oh wow i'm pretty sure times a thousand
1: yeah that is you know i never considered that that makes sense yeah it is cola and uh yeah they make it away garp laughs it off saying huh well that's my grandson (laughs) oh Uh, right
0: he's like not bad kiddo
1: not bad. I almost killed you. I could have killed you. God, Thank God you had that on your ship. But um, yeah, uh, at that point, Galilog continues their work. They got a lot of work to do in rebuilding Water 7 again. And um, yeah, that closes out Water 7. Uh, they, the camera kind of pans away at that point. You get some, you know, uh, quick... You know check-ins with some characters like you check in with smoker and tashigi um basically just you know recognizing that hey the straw hats are ranking up they attacked any's lobby um and you know pirates all over the world are gonna look at them as heroes um and you get this line from smoker where it's like yeah this age like milk uh he says um i will put my pride on the line and follow them to the new world and crush
2: them I
0: mean, okay. he does just not as prominent i guess as he's making it sound like right he now crushes them in the new world no but like i'm talking about following he doesn't really follow them he only oh, catches I up mean, with them once
1: yeah he, he catches up with them once kind of gets forgotten about <laughs> he doesn't crush them he doesn't do it so yeah no no smokers, he does d- smoker's purpose as like a rival like a navy marine li- rival to luffy is now all but abandoned like in, in in later one piece i think the introduction of kobe kind of kind of took that away a little bit in some ways like now you have or i guess maybe kobe you can see as like the like the um the little brother that you want to see succeed rather than the rival right so he's he's more like the Konohamaru.
0: I mean, it's fine. Smoker again. I like Smoker because again, he's actually a good Marine. Right. Like, he's just in what he does, and I'm fine with whatever he's saying and him not following through.
1: Right. Um, and again, it's only a couple panels. It's not. It's nothing too big. Um, you also get some insight into Alabasta with Vivi and Cobra. They notice that Nico Robin, aka Miss All Sunday, is on their ship. They're like. What the hell is going on there she,
0: i mean so the was the whole island. fan base when that happened when that happened the whole fan base was like what
1: <laughs> what is this it, what is it? what's going on and bb's like hey you know if, if Luffy let her on the crew there's probably a good reason why so right i, I trust them I, he will become the king of the pirates the straw hats you know give three cheers with ale with their shipmates next stop Fishman Island, baby. That's the next arc we're covering. Fishman Island. That's that's where mm. they're heading to next. Clearly. Um, and, okay, I, I guess you get some extra stuff. You get some, you know, uh, Zeph, you know, uh, proud Stop of Stop worrying
0: about that stuff. Yes, everybody checks Are in, you
1: kidding me? Don't they're you all dare. Laughing. They're Don't all laughing. you dare.
0: They're like, ha, 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 Sanji's got a terrible... Wanda yes. poster.
1: Yes, good. We got that. That's good. You get
0: Kareha. They see Chopper. Everybody good. checks in on their people.
1: You better check in with the rest of them. Who else?
0: Nami and like Genzo and her sister, like in large Nami's uh Wanda poster. Yes. Uh, they make like a yes.
1: mural or I don't know, something weird. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's weird. Um
1: you also get um Fu- Fuchsia Fuchsia Village uh Fushia Fushia, Fushia. Fushia. Luffy's hometown. Um I, I-, I yes. always forget the old man's name and the the bartender's name but um Yes. They're there. They're like, "Oh, good job." Well, the bartender's like, "Yeah, good job, Luffy." Old man's like, "Damn, these kids back in my day, we didn't do piracy."
0: Does he does he mention Dadan right here like Dadon's yes. not going to like this?
1: Yes, he does. Um he says look at that you wanted to skip this uh <laughs> he says um yeah you know what is garb doing about this if you hadn't left his grandson alone on this island this would have never happened. that family has been crazy for the last three generations does the don know about this you get a name drop of a character that will come back much later in the story um so that's cool i like that you also get who else who else are we missing I know who I don't I recall.
0: Here. I really don't recall.
1: Kaya from Cyril. Oh, right.
0: And she's like, I recognize that nose anywhere. It's <laughs> definitely funny. and I think the Usopp pirates are like, that's definitely our captain.
1: Indeed, it is. That's their captain. And she goes back to her medical studies. Whoopee. You also get one more person. Come on. Whoever we talked about, come on. What haven't we talked about? I said Correa, huh? No, there's one more person.
0: Uh, Shanks, I don't know. Oh, we is it the dragon? Straw
1: hats. The straw hats from the the, the, the wherever they Ooh, came Zorro's from, Zoro's guy,
0: yeah, yeah, master,
1: his it, master. Okay. Everyone wants to be like Zoro now. All the students, they're like, Oh, wow, that's really cool, nice, I want to be a swordsman okay. like that. And uh, yeah, that's all the catch up, I think. Kareha, uh... And that's pretty much it. And then finally, of course, you know, we get the uh, dragon on some island. We don't know, goodness, where it even is. Um, But he sees the wanted posters. He recognizes that his son Luffy is making a name for himself. And he he basically says, you know, one day, we're gonna meet. We're gonna meet, son. (laughs) And... I guess they will at some point. It has to happen, but one day, yeah, it's gonna happen. One day. I mean, we need we need exposition dump on this guy immediately because there's just so much going on with
0: him. So much that we don't know.
1: So much that we don't know, and uh, we'll. You know what? We we will close it off with this final portion of the manga volume because it's still considered a part of volume 45 shanks i'm sorry ace catches up with blackbeard like we mentioned earlier and they start their battle right and yeah. at first you think uh ace has the win in the bag because it's ace he's the cool older brother of luffy and he's he has got the, the flame flare
0: flame. F- or yeah flame flame mirror, is, mirror. It fl- is
1: it flare flare
0: I don't know. Mira Mira, no me? How about that?
1: Yeah, that's the yeah, that's Japanese name.
0: Um. Yeah, he's cool, and then also, it's just Blackbeard. What's his deal?
1: Yeah, like as Grandmaster Hoop calls it, they're all ugly. All the they are all are ugly.
0: ugly. So, so therefore, they Burgess can't possibly it. be powerful.
1: <laughs> that clearly they're not. I mean, well, Burgess can lift a house. I mean, that's that's a feat. That's strong. Um, he's powerful. You got the sniper there. Um, and, you know, you have, you know, Blackbeard's crewmates initiating the combat. But Blackbeard tells them, guys, you need to stop. This is, listen, I know I was talking a big game, but this is Ace. Okay? This is Fire Feast Ace. This is a big deal.
0: He's so, the second division commander for a reason.
1: Exactly. So, you get Ace kind of, you know, going easy on them a little bit. It, it doesn't look like he's struggling too much. He burns up Blackbeard quite a bit. And um, that's when we get a little bit of a lore drop as to the backstory with Blackbeard. So please tell me you know Blackbeard's laugh. Um, um Hold up. Don't you dare. ZEHARP! <laughs> yes yeah, so, something like that it, it, it's literally exactly like that you gotta have the z and then the rest is your normal generic laugh z- <laughs> I love it I love it. iconic laugh
0: yes um, pretty good <laughs> z- okay I literally looked it up on YouTube and it literally says Z. <laughs> like they put the z in front.
1: that's there that's how he does it and you stupid. cannot change it
0: Oh yeah, okay, it's good. Um, it's good.
1: So, you know, Blackbeard is basically uh telling Ace, you know, yes, damn right, I did kill the um I killed Thatch who was the
0: 4th Division Commander. The
1: 4th Division Commander. Um and and he he reveals why. He got the devil fruit I was looking for. And Which is
0: also the whole reason why he joined Whitebeard's crew.
1: The whole reason, because he realized, you know, this is a chance for me to get close to potentially uncovering that devil fruit. Whitebeard is quite honestly, like you said earlier, he's the strongest man in the world. Therefore, he commands the strongest pirate crew in the world. This is the closest I'm ever going to get to finding that fruit. And uh, like he said, according to the rules, the one who finds the devil fruit, is the one that's able to eat it. And Whitebeard says, you know, I I memorized all the shapes of Devil Fruits in the identification manual. As soon as I saw a with that Devil Fruit, his fate was sealed, baby. I was killing him. I was (laughs) killing him. (laughs) Like, that fruit was mine. And that was the whole reason he was on Whitebeard's crew. And at that point, he ate it left and he says listen ace i'm i'm the strongest in the world this is and this is a rarity even among logia types you may be made of fire ace but i am made of darkness Ooh. Ooh. you didn't lose it what's wrong with you man what is wrong with you
0: it was a weird time where i did not watch this sequentially and i was informed of this fight well before i was like back into watching one piece sequentially so i had looked up the fight before wow. so i was Right. It was like an AM, it was the era of AMVs. Oh, so, OK.
1: Yeah. The AMVs would show clips of scenes you've never seen before
0: and completely out of context. So, right.
1: right. I definitely
0: saw Not this fair. and had no idea where it fit in the One Piece timeline. And I do it. You know, they skip over the dialogue. So,
1: right. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's just the action. That right. There so
0: for. I, I knew he had the Yami Yami no me just you know so it's still very cool and i will say um on my, on my rewatch i didn't realize what it cancels out devil fruits or
1: well there is there is something with that however i think we're going to leave that
0: oh we're going to leave next.
1: it next we're going to leave it because this okay this this right here this battle sequence we may be here for another 30 minutes Okay. Talking about this because this is very this is very important. Sure, this, this battle sequence. But I guess to, to to answer your well, no, no, you know what cliffhanger. We'll cliffhanger, leave that on a cliffhanger. Sure, I, th- there is an answer to that, and I know the answer right now. But I I think it'll be more exciting to pick it up off from uh you know next next week's One Piece Chronicles. And, and technically, you know, volume forty five, which was this entire epilogue of Water Seven the darkness thing where you know he said he tells ace i am darkness that is the last page that this volume ends on
0: and okay that's it. all right it's fine stopping point right there
1: so we will pick up on that next week it'll be our i guess part one for thriller bark i don't know how we're i, I don't know how we're splitting up thriller bark at this point but uh we'll see we'll see when we get to we'll it. see um final thoughts on water seven as a whole this includes obviously water seven but any slobby and the post uh you know the the epilogue of the saga i'm telling you right now this is the best saga in all of one piece not one of the best it is the best because you have dynamics with the crew that, to be honest, I feel like they can't replicate again because at this point we're in the final saga of One Piece where it currently is right now and you really cannot have a significant growth for the crew like the way you had it here because this was like kind of not the midway point but it it was like in the middle of the story, right? You could have it here. You, you should have it here. You can't have that at the end. I can't see that happening at all towards the end. Um, the reveals, uh, the fights, the stakes, the way the, game, the name of a One Piece changed forever, this volume by itself. Do you want to do a quick recap of the bombs that were dropped in this? Real quick, Garp relationship to Luffy as his grandfather the
0: monkey family
1: the monkey family four emperors of the sea the new world the return of Helmeppo and uh kobe confirming that you could see any character that you interact with in one piece at any point doesn't matter how long it was ago or if it was the last chapter you are you may see them again uh monkey d dragon the Revolutionary Army, the the material of the Thousand Sunny, the, uh, the 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 apology from Usopp. If you type in uh, on YouTube, if you type in um, One Piece Usopp, it's gonna auto correct. It's gonna auto fill Usopp's apology because the algorithm knows. The YouTube algorithm knows what you're looking for when it comes to Usopp and One Piece. Um, to me, this is the best. I'm like, I'm, again, not knocking any future arcs that we get into. Maybe my mind might change. I don't know. But Marineford and Wano, which are generally the go-to arcs that people go to as this is the best arc in all of One Piece those got nothing on what was done in water seven in terms of thematic storytelling and the way it expanded the world and mythos of one piece you ain't getting that again maybe the ending i don't know maybe the ending of one piece might might blow my socks off and something crazy will happen i don't know nothing ain't coming close to this nothing You got my take. You already knew that was my take from the beginning. (laughs) Go on. Tell me final thoughts on uh, the epilogue or Water 7 as a whole.
0: I mean, I feel you said it best. uh, Oh, do you agree? I mean, yes, I I, I already said this. Um, I think as a saga, this whole saga is, excluding Foxy Pirates, this whole saga is phenomenal uh Foxy oh, Pirates oh, is okay, in the Water okay, 7 saga okay I guess um yeah it's just it, it's, it just hits on so many levels it really does feel like a phase ending I said it felt like an ending of a phase one of One Piece I think oh, okay. when you get to the end of this saga your
1: favorite MCU
0: I just well I just feel it if one I, Piece I, is I, I think it's a good comparison
1: same. I think it's a good comparison
0: I yeah I just feel it's never the same after this saga it's not uh and you know that that's in terms of just where the story's going, um, thematically where it's gone. But you just have a really good saga that features the whole crew. Everybody gets a moment.
1: Everyone. Now no Everyone. one. No one skips out. Every single one.
0: And again, I said, Water Seven juggled so much. Robin, the Mary, Usopp, Frankie, and it nails it 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 does it flawlessly like nothing ever feels out of place nothing ever feels like it's slacking it's perfectly balanced and then so much world building happens like you said at the end of this saga that it really does feel like it's just like an epilogue to where it's like all right what's next the new phase one piece is never the same and I think this is quintessential in the One Piece lore, and it is unrivaled. I would call it unrivaled.
1: Ooh! In other words, it's the best.
0: Yes, yes, saga. it's the Ooh. best. Ooh. Yes.
1: Interesting. You heard it here first on the. Y'all it's Go not Tangle, that deep. Everyone. It's the
0: best. It's not that deep. I mean, hey,
1: we we've done this for five parts, literally five weeks, and. We 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 butted heads with you know fellow supernovas alike. They some some of them, you know, don't agree that this is the best uh saga in all of One Piece. That's their incorrect opinion, but <laughs> uh no, I, I agree. This is this is the best. And and again, I I, I said it before, it, it's very easy to confuse hype with quality. I feel like anything else you try and compare Water 7 to when you say, yeah, but this happened in this part. And then this happened in Wano. And this happened in, uh, you know, this Devil Fruit was done. All of that is just hype. I I can literally give you a breakdown. I could give you a dissection, a dissertation of why it's just hype. This is quality right here. All, how many parts? Four, all 14 parts of Water 7 is quality nothing rivals it i'm sorry <laughs> it doesn't um but yeah five parts for water seven now you all know why we took so long and goodness i, I thought this was gonna be one of our shorter ones because it was the epilogue but look at us look at us spending look at all you, this quality Mister, you
0: you over here geeking quality. out the whole time i'm over here i'm zoro i'm reeling you back but yes yes sir yes there was a lot to dis- dissect here
1: we don't skip anything on these chronicles if it takes us five hours then then damn it it'll take us five <laughs> hours oh boy but five parts that's we'll, we'll see how our future uh arcs and sagas go you know i imagine i imagine marineford might take a couple parts um eh, maybe thriller bark maybe it should not parts, take that long two parts maybe i don't know
0: two we'll parts see. at best
1: yeah we'll see Through a is not that long of an arc so it, it really should not take that long um but yeah there you have it folks our grand finale to our water seven saga one piece chronicles special let us know what you all think about one piece and specifically the water seven saga Where does this saga rank amongst your tier list of sagas in all of One Piece? I know some people don't like to compare sagas because every saga is great in its own way. But let's be honest, this this one's at the top. Just let's, let's skip the foreplay and the semantic. This is at the top. This is at the top right here. Water 7, baby. I'm done trying to convince you. Let us know what you all think in the comments below wherever you're listening to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Yonko Table. And if you want to join the discourse, check out our Discord, because I'm sure once this episode releases, we're probably going to be butting heads with some other members uh, saying that this is not the best arc in all of One Piece. Ooh, it's Wano, because ooh, Devil Fruits, ooh hype is not quality hype is not quality you
0: could not tell me the main like focal points of the wano arc versus everybody knows the quintessential moments in all of water seven
1: if if you tell me the if you if you show me someone that can tell you the focal points of all of wano i I can also show you a liar (laughs) i can also show you a liar
2: Goodness
1: me, goodness me. But there you have it, folks. Yonko Table closing out part five, the grand finale of Water 7. Tune in next time for our first foray into Thriller Bark, a controversial arc for many, but you'll have to wait till next time to hear our thoughts on that. I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jason Turney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop, signing off and take care.